Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast, and this is Jaren, and this is TJ, and we have a special guest today. And this, is, this is a special show, yep. special guest. Okay. Hey, hey. And who do we have? <laughs> Nikki Dollars. We got Nikki Dollars. We got Nikki Dollars. <laughs> Nikki Dollars. <laughs> Representing Berkeley, St. Louis, Missouri all day, born and raised. I love my beautiful, murderous city. <laughs> okay. She, she's been Nikki Dollars for about two hours now. I've been Nikki Dollars yeah. for two hours. Two no, no, no. Actually, actually, it's been about four hours because we coined the phrase <laughs> a couple hours before we told you about it. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did pull up in a bin, so maybe that shows something. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. All right. Nikki Dollars at work. <laughs> no, right. it was tax refund money last year. <laughs> I was like, Frank. Uh, now, look, you ain't got to tell all your business. We want the truth, but you ain't got to tell all your business. No, I'm, I'm totally... Uh, uh, teacher and I totally make teacher money so I'm gonna I'm oh, okay. let it be known I'm balling on a broke budget oh, okay <laughs> amen a lot of teachers I knew had Benzes so <laughs> I don't, y'all, y'all be trying to front like it's a broke budget cause y'all want people to get in on y'all game you know what I'm saying <laughs> hey, that's what it is it, it's all about getting tenured and teaching the kids and then you see money right. <laughs> the teacher I work under she been there 30 years so you can imagine her salary I ain't there yet I don't even think. Oh, they, okay. All I don't right. even think they're gonna get thirty years out of me with those kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you might not even make it thirty years. I might not make it thirty years. I might not make it thirty more days at the rate of <laughs> rate I'm cool. All right. Nah. So, so so check this this particular <laughs> show, like Jaren said, is a special show, and it kind of birthed itself out of our lack of knowledge, and especially me, my lack of knowledge. Jaren was a lot more knowledgeable than I was. But a couple shows ago, uh, it was actually the Accidental Dick Pick Show. <laughs> One of our topics, <laughs> you got to go check that out. Uh, Nikki okay. Dollars, if you ain't heard uh, Accidental Dick Picks, you got to go check it out. Accidental Dick Picks was their last show a few times ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah a couple, ago. couple shows ago. A couple shows ago. <laughs> wow. Okay. And so one of our topics was about the situation that transpired on Celebrity Big Brother in the UK between Genuine and the Transgender Woman. And if you want more detail about that, listeners, then you got to Google that shit on your No, 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 no. You got to go listen to the show. Listen. Oh, there you go. There you go. Listen to the show. Don't don't Google. (laughs) Don't Google. Get all your information from our podcast. yeah man so go listen go listen to accidental dick pics and i'll tell you what uh if, if you don't get it good enough there then i'll tell you on that podcast with the google and you can find it so moving right along jaron and our our guest at the time tia uh and myself we conversed about uh if and when we believe is most acceptable for transgender people to tell others that they're transgender right and the more we talked the more that I realized that I didn't know enough about the subject the more, to get my best response. The, the more problematic it became. <laughs> the more yeah, you can say that too. Problematic. Yeah, Jaron was the master though. So he can say that. Jaron was the master. He understood a lot of the terminology and how to properly address the trans- transgender community. Okay. I was a rook. You know what I'm saying? I I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't know. So he, he knew all that I needed to know and he corrected me when I needed to be corrected. So Jaron had a bright idea though that we should do a show about the subject to help educate ourselves and pass on a bit of knowledge to those who might not be aware. So here we are. Let's talk LGBTQIA. And we have a special guest, Nikki Dollars, <laughs> who's part of the community. I'm and so she can she can help us navigate 
through all of this. Now, the way that we have this planned out for us is before I can really engage, I kind of need a knowledge base. All right. I need to know some of what these definitions mean because some of these uh, terms. Yeah. Or there you go. I said definitions. Some of these terms. I got to understand what some of these terms mean because as a, as a kid, it was really, really easy. All I needed to know was boy and girl. And it was in the way it was understood was uh, a boy got tools. They got junk. They got stuff hanging off of them and girls don't. <laughs> they got they got a hole inside of them. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? It was, it was a very easy difference to see. And okay. so uh, as we become older, uh, obviously okay, so there's more to it. There's more to it than that, right? Right. Okay. So basically the knowledge base that you're asking about initially is what does LGBTQIA means? So basically the L. Well, hold on. Hold on. Lesbian. Be, well, before we get to that. I think there's I think we need to set even a more uh firmer base. So okay. okay. Like like we got to take it back to like what does gender mean or the difference between the word gender and sexuality. So oh, so they but they're both very fluid words. Right. I mean, so uh your sexuality is based on what you are, you're attracted to sexually. Yep. Uh your gender is your natural born uh, female or male sexual part and even that I mean <laughs> so, like like they define that as being a social construct yeah uh, all, gender and yeah. your sex is what you're you're assigned at birth yeah but so it's your biological gender, versus yeah. societal in essence when you talk about what's gender versus sexuality and uh you know, as we go during the podcast we'll even we can even touch bases yeah. on how how people feel like your your uh sexuality is a preference not necessarily mm-hmm. a part of your gender yes and in our gay community lgbt community we very much disagree okay we disagree and yeah that's definitely something i want to get get we into. disagree i've i've met plenty gays and lesbians queers um uh, trans men and women that that don't feel the same way it's not a All preference right. <laughs> All right, so so let me just make sure I got this straight. So when we're talking about uh, sex, that's what you're assigned at birth. There's no change in that. Your sex. You can't change your sex unless you got like uh, RuPaul. A sex change. RuPaul right? kind of money and then you change your sex. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. I personally don't want a sex change because I personally ain't got RuPaul money. I probably would gotcha. spend that kind of money on a a plethora of Jordans or something but oh, <laughs> it just okay. look good looking like a dude but still got the female parts and still could possibly get pregnant <laughs> okay <laughs> so I'm just saying but to, to answer your initial question um LGBTQIA is a lesbian gay bisexual transgendered intersexual uh and intersexual intersex yes that intersex. is okay so we're, we're gonna go through each one of these so we're intersexual then uh lgbtqia okay a and allies that's people who support us oh okay so you, see okay so like my mom's an avid ally and i've taken my mom to gay pride before she loves gay people she think we're the coolest, okay she think we're the coolest people on this earth okay <laughs> And, I, and I'm, I'm so serious. It's not necessarily because her daughter is, is, is a lesbian, but I'm, I'm sure she like she I've taken her to the gay club and she's had a good time. So we we'll just say that. 
Okay. My parents are very supportive. All right. So do we want to go through? Do we want to go through each one? And, I mean, and so, break it down or do we need to yeah, do that? Yeah, I can or? break it down for you guys. So a lesbian is basically me. I'm a woman who loves women. Uh, I don't want penis. Basically. Okay. Okay. And so Got it. Now, it, it. I did have a biological child, though. I do have a baby I actually had, but I, it just wasn't for me, dating guys. And so we're going to so. talk as if we're talking and doing this for a person that's completely... Yeah. Uh, ignorant to this so just because you are a lesbian and like women that doesn't mean you want to be a boy no or be a guy you don't want to be a guy you you are well uh, see the thing about it is so when you say when you see lesbian women since we're talking about the lesbians first um lesbian women who identify as stud like i do mm-hmm. uh, we're the women that or dominant. We kind of look like the guys, dress like the guys, smell like the guys, but we don't want y'all penis problems and right. baby mama drama. Although okay. nowadays we can end up with y'all baby mama drama in I the mean, straight world. <laughs> yo, well, ain't well, it well, funny well, how well. shit changes over the years? <laughs> I bet when this all first started, like <laughs> people got away from the penis problems and the baby mama drama. I mean, but I, as time I, passed on, somehow it, it it found its way into the lesbian community. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It, so first of all, first it's of all, funny. I'm that lesbian with a baby mama. How you doing, baby mama? I love my son. <laughs> Wait Tell a him I'm at the studio. I'm really at a studio this time. <laughs> Wait a minute. Penis problems. First of all, let me touch on that. Having a penis ain't that big of a problem. It, well, we don't think it's a problem. We just don't want y'all. I'm, I'm just saying, having a penis is a good thing. It's been treating me well. Like, we are very fine as dominant studs taking ours off and putting it in the closet and she getting up going home realizing we didn't get her pregnant. No doubt. Oh. So, okay. so, whoa, 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 whoa. so since we're going there, I, I didn't expect to get to this point this early. We, we definitely don't want your guy problems, but there are. So, 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 so you say. So there's also subsets of everything. So, and so, uh, you, so you in are LGBTQ uh, I uh, community subculture. There is subcultures on subcultures. Okay, right. So you have, um, like I said, the studs that identify as mostly black dominant women i hate to bring the race in it but then when you talk about uh white women or women of other races they might be considered butch, butch yeah dominant. i never tripped off of that until you just started saying that and i yeah. was like you so, know what yeah that's it's like a race oh so i was about to ask is it is it really a, a black thing but okay yeah, I did. So, I do normally hear studs when referring to black women. Yeah, and so. I do remember Butch when when associating to white women. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and so then um, you have what's called the uh, feminine women, the women that looks girly girl. The fems. The fems. Is that what? You're, that's what Someone you're into. Might be called pillow princesses, meaning they don't do nothing to their stud but hug them. <laughs> and, and, and you're you're into the fems. I am into the film. In fact, I I was married to a film, so I, I oh I don't cross over into that that stud for stud stud, stud on stud. Is that I happen? was just about to say, can you do that? Can you like, can I, it be stud to stud? It's definitely uh, stud for stud. Is definitely a dating scene in our culture. It's fairly new to you know the older aspect of the community because like they they used to kind of like they old school traditions uh-huh see you know? see that's what i'm so here's the thing like I, I consider myself a very uh um understanding and acceptable person especially when it comes to the lgbt community okay but 
I guess I still got some ways to go because I don't know if I can get with stud for stud, stud with a stud. I mean, like that. That you seems, know what's funny? That seems problematic stud to me. For stud, <laughs> it, they get hated on so much by the gay community because they're two studs together, and they might be two fine ass studs together, and then you got two fine ass films together, and it's totally acceptable. Yeah. No discrimination. You know what? Discrimination. You know what? You I have. You know what's? Wow, that's crazy. I have seen you some bad ass like studs before. The culture. That's all I'm saying. You, you, you know what that seems like for for a person that's like just on the outside looking in. So that looks like two guys, like gay on gay. In the in the sense, like, if why that don't makes you get sense. a guy kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, well, well I'm not even saying that. Say. I'm saying I'm saying two women are together, but then they are both studs, which is kind of the same. They're not like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, it's the same on same, so it's like gay on gay. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I mean, I I personally have nothing against two films being together. I have nothing against two studs being together i mean whatever your your liking is what type of relationships you look for i really feel like that so 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 wait time out really quick really quick so is that to say that within the gay community i mean okay so it's kind of like in the black community there, there, there's racism outside the black community but then right. inside the black community there's this there's this light skin dark, dark skin, skin yeah. kind of racism within it are you saying that inside of the gay community there are people there are gay people who don't like the fact that two femmes get together or two studs get together i mean it's it's absolutely it's, it's it prevalent in our community that you know if if it's a, a a stud out there that probably has eyes on a femme and then they figure out oh my god she's with another femme oh she shouldn't be with her she should totally be with me yeah, oh, a little oh, okay. she need to come and get this. Not, that's just hate. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the, hate. The stud, that's the different. The stud is like she need to come and get this dick. <laughs> no, no, no. She need to come get the strap, on, right? But me personally, come get the strap off. I would, I would totally. And this is just like on y'all podcast, off the record, from all the other women that I used to date and probably dealt with. I would totally sit there and enjoy two film couples, you know, a film couple together and kick it with them and, and never, ever try to come in between a relationship. Yeah. It's just the fact that they two beautiful women sitting next to me and they together and I'm like, yeah, I'm in a picture. Like, <laughs> like I'm the side dude, but I ain't nothing. Yo, so check this out. So wait, 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 wait. So that means you kind of understand these penis problems because penis problems ain't just causing trouble to 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 you know to women right or men however you go but penis problems could be you sitting next to two fine individuals that you could be trying to get at but it's like damn man i guess i really shouldn't get between they thing you understand that if their relationship is strong and you are still kicking it with two films you shouldn't be able to come into their relationship at all anyway Unless they both accept you as a friend. Now, if they both accept this stud as a friend and they a femme couple, then understand that you have opened up Pandora's box because there's some studs out there. No, but try. but I'm saying I'm saying you had two femmes. You would try. You may try to get at one of the femmes. Is uh, that what you're saying? Uh, some stud would. Not me personally. I don't. Ah, break, okay. I don't, I don't okay. break up happy homes unless she, <laughs> she tell me she unhappy and thinking about messing with a stud. Then I might tell her like, "Yo, here the number on the slide." You know, <laughs> when old girl going to get her hair and her nails done, holler. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but all right, so we we a little bit off track. We a little bit off track, and I, and I participated in that. My bad. My bad. My bad. Right, so nah. we went through the L. 
L is lesbian, right? L B. And TJ, before you move on, uh, let's just put the disclaimer out. Like, this is, I mean, this isn't a class, so we are obviously gonna miss out on a few. I'm definitely things. not a professional. I have never done gender studies. However, yeah. um, I do know somebody who's a great professor at Washington University that can explain all that gender fluid stuff to you. And, uh, <laughs> well, you know, uh, and, and I, I, I know this guy, y'all want to attribute some questions to him. I'll contact him. Well, next well, time. this is, this is just the, yeah. this is just the entry level. <laughs> but this, uh, is, this is this is intro to LGBT. This is, the, the, this is all this is. Okay, so I just there want to just put the disclaimer out. So, all right, TJ, go ahead. Next, and next. and and we have a and we have a subject matter expert, being that they're experienced, so they're the expert on the corporate streets podcast. So respect it. Yeah, and uh, so I'm, like Jaren said, an expert with the scene I have seen in St. Louis and Houston, Texas. She's an expert, but she's not certified. It's, <laughs> I'm not it's all certified cool. you in in gender studies, gay studies, none of that. I was just asked to come give it's you know, all good. My, my, there you my, go. My, my opinion and take on where I see our community right now, and that's all I'm doing. So that's what yeah. we do. There you go. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a street pharmacist. They certified in the streets, but they <laughs> yeah. not certified in the yeah. pharmacy, right? I, but like, they know about all the drugs. You I'm know like what I'm saying? Designated <laughs> street gay. Okay. Yeah. I'll be that. That's what's up. Street I'll gay. be I that. Like that. Nah, I'll just play. But no, nah, the, right. the B and LGBT means. Well, hold on. We we skipped the uh L G the G, right? Oh, so the gay the G is the gay. And usually the term gay is attributed towards men. Uh women we do say we're gay. Um and people still get confused. How are you gay? Okay, fine, I'm a lesbian then. There. I like okay. women. They like dudes and they dudes that but, like dudes. But in the in the in the <laughs> in your community, in lesbian community, it's acceptable to refer to a woman as being gay. I mean, I don't think No offense. nobody do you I know do you know anyone that take takes offense, offense to that? To it. Like, I'm not that uh all power pro woman, pro movement like that, but I mean if I'm around a group of lesbians, yes, we're lesbians. If I'm around a group of gay guys, I'm I'm when in Rome live like the Romans. I'm a gay I'm gay, you know? It's okay. it's, it's 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 interchangeable, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean I, I ain't never met a gay guy that said he was a lesbian though, but <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I mean yep. for the most that makes part sense. for the most part, uh gay is kinda interchangeable to lesbians and gay men. Um gay men, there is a culture inside their culture uh so you have that goes far what, yeah what what's called the uh the more masculine men and then you have what we call quote unquote the girls or the judies and those are the guys that the judies are the guys the that, tops and the bottoms the tops and the bottoms that's just the sexual act let me clear that so the top true is the guy okay who, who you got you got me and the bottom is the guy taking the d but so, that's only the sexual. Yep, you're right. Yeah, but of it's just you're the right. sexual aspect. Yep. And then you can have two guys that's kind of like the stud for stud situation. Be both masculine guys, and one be a top, one be a bottom. That's called. Uh, is and, that called trade? No, what's that called? What's it, trade? You, you I've know never term? heard of the word trade. So if somebody okay. on my live feed right now, can y'all hit me up and tell me what trade is? But I have no idea what trade is. Now I heard. Um, like I said, the term Judy, that's like the girly boys. And then Okay, so so check this out. Can you have a, can you have, so you got a Judy, and, and what's the guy called? 
The what is Judy? The is, that, is, is that is that just a nickname? Guy that's the top that's like still masculine and secure in his masculinity, but he's just gay. Does, does he have a name? Does does uh, he have yeah, like he, a, a slang term? That, he's called that guy. <laughs> oh, a gay guy. A gay guy. Okay. A gay guy. So so you have so you have a gay guy yeah. and you have a Judy. You have a Can gay guy and the Judy, Judy yeah. be the giver and the gay guy be the receiver does that is that something uh, that happens I, I i i ain't never been a fly on nobody wall sexually but i can imagine that if there is a um judy and a, a gay guy together a masculine gay guy because they both gay guys um if that's they thing and that's when they call uh. they, they're called versatile verse that's what it is it's i was just versatile. looking up this term um, so, so verse that yeah that, that's that what they, it is they both enjoy sexual pleasures from each other there you go see i'm so, sitting there i'm sitting there trying to google that so, shit and she knew what i was talking about <laughs> i mean we call it versatile uh, and i mean and even in the in the lesbian aspect you have studs that receive and studs that give and they're versatile and then and you have the touch me not studs that's like nah i got a pillow princess she just lay there while i do what i do and then uh that's it and know, see she don't touch me and i don't know shit right but <laughs> to me that seems like the fairest way to be is to be averse so if, if, I, if i was gay i would definitely be averse i mean like like you have to compromise right i mean like, if you don't if you if you a gay guy or a gay or a lesbian and, and you ain't versatile understand that opens up your possibilities understand that in your relationship unless y'all like solid tight somebody's gonna cheat because somebody missing out on something yeah i've seen it too many oh, times oh speaking of that yeah speak speaking of that so you were saying that you might have a stud and then you might have a, a or the touch me not stud and that person normally gets a pillow princess yeah, right a touch me not and so stud does that mean it's a pillow princess <laughs> right and so if if you're a touch me not stud that means you're not getting pleased at all then right i mean a touch me not stud uh, i mean and i can't say that i'm a touch me not it depends on the woman who's trying to touch me. Um, I would say that if 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 I did ever become a touch me not stud, uh, then yeah, I would have a pillow princess. Meaning, some kind of way, I find enjoyment in touching her. Now, wait a minute. What her. what does the touch me not thing mean? I, I might have touch missed that. Touch me not stud is a stud who doesn't. You don't touch her. Like they they're lesbians, but like when they why don't I mean she's human still why why don't why don't just she want like because she she just don't I mean we can how how explicit can we get on this podcast this is this is hey you say what you want basically a touch me not stud she giving her all strap up and ain't ain't taking no head from her ain't taking nothing from the pillow princess but but giving everything but if you're still human. Yeah. And you still have like a, a a spot like kissing on your neck or whatever, right? A, a, a touch me I not think, stud. I think, I think a touch me not stud. You know, and this is just like I said, I ain't no no genius or no PhD holding person in gay and lesbian. Yeah, studies. of course. But I mean, for me, to my understanding of being in this community for a very long time, a touch me not stud. Their mentality is kind of like that of a guy sometimes, like. Um, like I don't want my ass grabbed. That's true. Yeah, like they don't, they don't, they don't necessarily have to have the woman physically, their their sexual partner or their girlfriend physically touching them in order to reach that climax. So they might get that climax from pleasing their woman. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's kind of the concept oh, of okay. touch me not stud. They don't necessarily have to have the physical aspect of hands and grabbing See, and all that. And that's what I'm saying. See. 
that's the difference because you talk about dick problems <laughs> like you want that mouth if you're a guy like like i, 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 can't, I can't see hey 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 you ain't gotta touch me but touch me you can you put your mouth me. on me though. but touch me and put your mouth on me like yeah. right that's two Murphy different things Alright, so I gave y'all the gay. Where we at? The uh, LGBT. Okay, so the B is your bisexuals. And please, 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 please do not ever call any of my people in community that are bisexual confused. It is a very, very reputable. Oh, that they're confused. Got you. Okay. Of sexuality, there are women and men who like both. And they are not being greedy. That is just their thing. I mean, you could have a reality show with a dude who got five wives. Why you can't have an individual in society who likes both men and women sexually? And they not. You know greedy. what? I think I think that's a really good point that you bring up, though. Like, you might have a dude on TV who has five wives, but even the dude who has more than one wife. Is considered greedy in America. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Here in America, when you have more than one helping, and whoever whoever made up this rule like this must have been one lame ass person who couldn't get <laughs> who couldn't get more than one. You know what I'm saying? Where they's like, yo, you have to be monogamous. You can only get one. President, yeah, like three baby mamas, right? Right. Your dude Trump got three baby mamas. I, I agree that um, that's definitely not cool to say, and and I believe and I believe that that's being said too. I know it's being said, and actually I was reading something that was talking about that's that's uh, that's derogatory to call a bisexual person confusing, and, and they're not just trying to have their cake and eat it too. No. That's not what it's about. They like both. No. So and, would you say the same thing about a with, a, with a bisexual person? Usually, they are not. Actually, I've met bisexual women who I could have been in a relationship with and not ever worried about her cheating on me with a man because I was confident in who I was as a person. But if you date a bisexual person, that's how you're going to have to be. You're going to have to understand that there is that possibility that they might crave that other thing at the moment or later after you or whatever. But it's all about respect and how solid you are in dating a bisexual person. I, I have dated a bisexual woman and... Oddly enough, me and her got along fine. Actually, me and her kicked it a long time, probably better than I did with a flat-out lesbian woman. You know what I'm saying? Did she Did she ever talk about guys and of course like, she the, like the desire for one that guy? She talked about guys she dated because we had to have that discussion. Well, no, I mean dating. like the desire though. Like, did she I ever mean, have she the? She told me that you know when when she wants a man, that's what she'll have. But right now we were in our moment and I didn't have to worry about it. And I trusted that her 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 judgment with with who she was and where she was in life was truthful. So so let's say she had okay. let's say you were still in a relationship with her. She had a strong urge to get with a guy. Would you just let it fly or would you try to just make sure you can please her I mean, the way? The only way or? I, I could I could and I'll say this to say that <laughs> it's all about the solidness with your relationships or, or situationships with people when you dating. If we're just dating and you tell me you're bisexual and you still do crave men, I'm going to accept that you gave me your truths up front. Yeah. So I knew yeah, what no it doubt. was up front. 
I can't blame myself if I get too wrapped up into you emotionally yeah. and then we figure out we don't work out and you go back to a man. I already knew in the first place that you liked men and women because yeah, no that's the term of bisexual. But if we were in a solid relationship and one day she just woke up out the blue and said, okay, I don't want this no more. Uh, we need to have an open relationship so I can date men. No, you can open the door, get your shit and get out. Right, because <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not going down like that in my world. Because I mean, first of all, that's that's too much of uh, uh, juices and berries flowing down in that area. So, <laughs> right. You know, if gotcha. I mean, my, that's my okay. personal thing. Is but I, it's it's people out there that love their bisexual women, and usually I have met people that are bisexual, and bisexuals date bisexuals. Okay. And 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 I yeah. and I mean okay. honestly, that makes sense. It probably would be, it probably keeps confusion down because we both know we're bisexual. Uh, <laughs> we both know we like both. So you could be a bisexual guy and get with a bisexual girl. Yeah, I never even considered that. Yeah, that's a that's a. <laughs> yeah, I never thought so about that, that either. That part is actually where the Q comes in in LGBTQ questioning. Yeah. So like they could probably be testing the water because uh-huh. they questioning if. I like this one or if I like that one or if I like neither one yeah. like maybe I just need okay. to be pansexual and that's a whole uh, other can of worms that yeah we, we were community. that that's that's for the advanced course I do have that written yeah, down here pan and omnisexual omnisexual but yeah and, and speaking of that and, and while we there have you ever met a pansexual I, I think I have met a pansexual through social media like me and her became friends but i think overall she's a lesbian but uh in her mind she's pansexual she's like 80 percent lesbian 80 percent lesbian yeah. but i don't well and, and when i say pansexual I, I mean it's totally towards she's only liking certain type of women mm-hmm. so that might be her aspect of pansexual but yes i have met a pansexual and you know what? And and I guess for me, being a rook and being on the outside looking in, I don't I don't know. But if I if I read a, what what's the definition of pansexual for those who don't know, and you don't have to Google that shit, I'll go ahead and give you the info. It says this is just uh, a peak. This is a peak to describe people a peak into the uh, advanced course because yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay terms terms well it's still elementary because i'm reading damn definitions okay (laughs) terms used to describe people who have romantic sexual or affection affectional desire for people of all genders and sexes yeah Yeah, definitely Uh, of all genders and sexes what is all i get that so it just came to me what that meant so um i was wondering how is it different from bisexual but bisexual is a gender thing bisexuality I'm fucking is, confused. is sexuality is 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 so w- before we even went live on the podcast guys we were talking about how sexuality and gender are both fluid words right so a lot of people feel like your sexuality when they look at gay individuals and lesbians in particular in our community they feel like we are pretty much having a sexual preference Whereas it defies our gender. It defies what the whole, and most of it is the whole religious debate about, Mm -hmm. oh, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Well, I mean, hey, we get that. How many times y'all going to beat Leviticus in my head? I don't know. But uh, (laughs) 
it's not. It's fluid. I mean, a person with a female gender knows if her sexuality is attributed towards men or women. Her as a person is her gender. Her is a woman. She is a girl. She was naturally born a girl. But her sexuality, her feelings, what turns her on, it may not be with a man. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And vice versa. So it could be that gay guy who just doesn't crave women. That's his sexuality. But his gender, he's always going to be a man. So it's a difference between stuff you can change and stuff you can't change. I personally feel like if people are gay, they're gay. They don't question it. They don't try to, you know, do things to combat it. They don't go to these crazy uh, doctors who want to shock the shit out of them and shock the gay away. No, they understand. <laughs> shock they the gay understand away. Understand their I'm gender <laughs> as well as their sexuality, and that's who they are. Yeah. And by the way, what is that? What do you mean, shock the gay? Like so shock what they, they they do, they do like treatments? So, yeah, back like in the, you know, early sixties early 70s mm -hmm. i read stories about um you know these studies doctors did to try to understand homosexuality and and yep. they sometimes okay. uh did shock therapy where they want to send some bumps uh, through your titties nipples and stuff and say hey you're not gay no more yeah they still do that not, not, not falsified. they still do that not with uh uh with your totally sexuality falsified. but they do that by like, depression i still don't think do delivered yeah. <laughs> dude, oh. dude is not <laughs> delivered just for the record i right. don't say dude name because dude is out here straight up trying to sue people but you know he ain't delivered yeah we don't want them problems dude oh, wearing okay. more red okay. bottoms than chicks out here so he ain't delivered he's from here too right yeah he from here he's he delivered graduated from third floor is he with, like we did i didn't know that yeah. what yeah dude dude i didn't know I that seen dude at a, a graduation i'm not gonna put the school name out there and all that but the did he, go to our, he didn't go to our school did he no he didn't go to our high school. did he go one up north or another one he went to the other one okay yeah he didn't go to the south one he went to the other one okay. but anyway um yeah it, it, i don't i don't believe i believe people are born gay i mean i i i personally believe like i was born gay I do believe that societal views made me not want to come out the closet prior yeah. to me trying to be something so, I'm not. So hold on, we're gonna get to that later because yeah. I, I do have some some thoughts and questions for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But hey, I, what, hold on, hold on. I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Um, what size shoes do you wear? What size shoe do I wear? Yeah. Or eight and men. Eight and men's okay. I yeah. got you. Okay. So next. <laughs> <laughs> So if I was a man, <laughs> no, I had I had some I had some nice eights uh, that I could have you know yeah. I tried to get rid of but go yeah ahead. I wear a size eight <laughs> and men totally off the roof. So check it. Sorry, sorry to go backwards, right. but I mean this is this is a lot. This is a lot being thrown at me at one time, and I'm just got to make sure I comprehend right. it. I think I think I'm getting okay. at it. All right, so check it. When you born. You have a sex have because a sex. that's what you're assigned that's at your birth, assigned, right? Yeah. And then your gender is what society says because of that sex, this is what you need to act yeah. like. So, so, yeah, is that so, right? Like the gender, a lot of the gender views I see about the LGBT community is that we're, we're defying nature. We are defiant because we can't, two women can't procreate. However, 
You yep. have artificial insemination. Yes, we can procreate. It's just going to cost us a whole lot of money or a whole lot of courage to lay down with a guy to have a baby. Right. But either way, you yep. can get a sperm to have a baby. So we can totally kill the theory that two women can't create a baby. Not physically we can't, but we definitely can be together and, and bankroll fresh it and pay for our babies. Okay. And then... And so we, we got... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Men, a lot of them have surrogates that carry their kids. You know what I'm saying? So I think nowadays the societal views about gays and lesbians are getting more lessened because they did legalize gay marriage under the Obama administration in all 50 states. All 50 states, yep. gays and lesbians can get married legally. In all 50 states, gays and le lesbians can get divorced legally. In all 50 states, gays and lesbians can have custody battles between their kids. And I think that um, I think that was the most uh, landmark decision that the Supreme Court could have ever made in favor of us. Um, because societal views about us as a community is totally flaunted and distorted. You know, you ain't you ain't looking at the same gays and lesbians you seen back in the 70s and 80s going to Woodstock and stuff like that, hanging out at Hate Ashbury in San Francisco. Uh, I know you in California, TJ, so you ever get to Hate Ashbury in San Fran, it would totally kill your whole opinion about probably the gay culture. San Francisco has the largest gay pride, one of the largest gay prides in the country. Yeah, I'm sure they do. <laughs> and I know in Palm Springs, it gets pretty crazy yeah. there, too. I think it's like in June. There's a uh, there's there's a I pride. Mean, we we um, even have a, a, a what, very, do, what do you call it? Is it, a, is it a gathering? Is it a party? What, what is parade. it? What would you call gay it? Gay pride is our celebration of being able to be us. Like a parade, a festival, in the kind public of thing. eye, in society, we are us. Because at the end of the day, we can have all of these little letters that that signify people to understand who we are and what we are. But at the end of the day, it's about we accept each other. They got. They we, got we're like our own. I mean, I, the best way I could describe some of this stuff to people is like we're our own secret society. We got our own lingo. We got our own looks. We we know how to flirt with each other, and you don't even know we flirting with it's, each other it's, across it, the room. It's, it's just like <laughs> it's, it's just like black people. Like like you said, we have our own yep. lingo. We yeah. have our own look. You know, compared to I mean, the, and here's the majority else of America. You might not even know, TJ. I walked in in my LGBT Greek organization jacket for you dude jay over here i am in a lgbt greek organization and matter of fact there's hundreds of lgbt greek organizations across the united states and the uk i remember reading that greece uh there was a there was a lot of uh, i don't know what to call it homosexuality uh i don't know people expressing their sexuality mm -hmm. different than what the norm was, <clears throat> what was considered the norm at that time. It was a lot going on there in, in, in Greece. Oh, gr oh Greece and, and Rome. But, 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 so, but she's oh, talking not about like, like sorority, fraternity stuff. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm in a fraternity. I'm in a well, yeah, fraternity. I know. I know that oh, she's talking about fraternity, yeah, yeah. sorority stuff. But I'm just saying as far as expressing themselves sexually, I've read that it happened a lot there. Oh, yeah. It, it happened a lot there. Well, I mean, Europe was like one of the first areas that was just like totally accepting and gave their citizens the right to marry. You know, it was never called a civil union. It was always called a marriage. Right. Whereas in America, we had to go through a process of elimination and saying, OK, we'll give you civil unions. And then 
President Obama got elected and he, he he was praying for that change and pushing for that change and he finally said, I'm gonna leave it up to the Supreme Court to give these people what they, they, they but, truly deserve as citizens. You know what? It's it's like every minority group has to go through some yeah, struggle. Everybody goes like through like black struggle. people and white people couldn't get married for a long time. Yeah. So it's it's kind of but, like but now one it's, thing I don't like when when we talk about the, the gay and lesbian struggle or the gay community struggle in America, I don't like us or our struggle being compared to that of African Americans. Why it's that? totally different. We were never well. I'm just, I'm just we saying were on a level. Enslaved as gays and lesbians. No, but our uh, race probably well, made us I mean, descendants of being enslaved because of our ancestors. Yeah. So that's that's a yeah. whole other uh, debate that so, I don't even discuss. So 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 I the only feel like it's ignorance. So so the only part. I mean, I, I wasn't trying to. Of course, not be ignorant in, in, in no. I'm debate. not calling you but, ignorant but, at all. But but what I'm saying, saying, what I'm saying is, is that blacks had to fight for rights at some point. As gays and just like gays have, have yeah. lesbians have to fight I, for I it. Must say, though, the, their equal rights. That's no, a, that's all I was the saying. Fight the equal for right part. a black gay is way more complicated. You got you got two things going on. A yeah. straight gay. You got like a double negative going on. Like. A white guy, yeah, a, a white yeah. guy, so a like, white guy. I can, I can be viewed a as a triple threat to society because, for one, I'm yeah. educated. I'm very highly educated. Uh, I'm a woman that dresses like a man every day. I go to work and it's accepted. Yep. Um, and not only that, I'm very verbal about who I am. I'm not going in a closet for anything, anybody, any job, any amount of money. Okay, so I'm never going to sacrifice me for nothing. I thought you were going to say your triple threat. Is in regards to being black, a woman, and gay. And gay. That is the triple threat. Because yeah. that's, that's like you hit like all the minority. You I'm hit like so many minorities in one. Different minority subcultures. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and, no doubt. yeah that's cr- that's mean, crazy. Talk talk about hard. That's that's it, tough. But you know what? The thing about it with our LGBT community, because we have so much going against us as far as you know taking shots at us and people downing us. A lot of us didn't have no room to do nothing but be successful. Yeah. And I and I attribute some of my yeah. success on my haters. Yeah. You know, when I when we were all in high school together and I was hooping playing basketball, I got bullied cuz they thought I was gay. I never once came out the closet at Berkeley. Yeah. But they they bullied me, picked on me. You y'all know who the damn jerks was in the class Yeah, hold, hold, hold on, no, so, because we we will get to you know, your experience from back then. Was, again, I got questions. Oh yeah, yeah. So we, we gonna we gonna hold that. Right. We gonna come Let's back get to, to the that. Tea. But you know what? Speak speak speaking of the right right before we go back to all the the letters of the LGBTQIA, um, I've often and even on this podcast made the correlation between the black struggle and the gay struggle, not in them being the same as gay people were enslaved. Although there is a sense of enslavement when you can't really tell who you are. You really can't be who you are. I'm just thinking about the gays that that were in the 60s and they really couldn't come out for real because they would get killed or they would get hurt or they wouldn't get opportunities and they really couldn't be who they were. Historically, the gays and lesbians of the 60s and the 70s, I mean, if they were black, they weren't going to come out. Because then you really be hung somewhere or dead. Yeah, exactly, so exactly. It, it really and so like I guess during Jim Crow laws, you 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 weren't gonna see openly gay men and women, especially if they were black. Now, what they did have were their secret underground clubs, um, their secret underground house parties, where everybody at the party was gay and knew about the party and came. 
but they they pretty right. much weren't out in public holding hands and like I don't know if you all remember the movie in the eighties that came out with uh, Oprah Winfrey uh, Brewster's Place mm-hmm. and they when, had when they the, broke down the, a, the two lesbian chicks on there. Somebody they broke out on the wall. Yeah, they broke down the wall <laughs> to separate West and East Brooklyn or something like that, the Bronx or something like that in New York. So in that story, that was like the first exposure I had to seeing a lesbian couple on TV. And I was mesmerized by even the fact that Oprah Winfrey, who is now a great, great entertainer and person of of, of, of status in our community, our black community, for our gay community, because her best friend Gail is rumored to be a lesbian. Right. I, I don't have right. any proof of that, but I, I definitely will date Gail. Oh, so would you holler at her? Yeah, I date Gail. Okay. <laughs> and I'll be up in the pool so house wait. with Stabman, too. <laughs> hey, so hold on, hold on. Yeah, so, hold on, you said so, something. So, so check, though. Check, though. You you said that uh, and and man man this is so hard to try to stay within the to stay how we how we said we were gonna do it but you don't have to go into too much detail but you said you watched that movie and you were mesmerized and and you were pretty young how old were you uh, when I first seen Brewster's Place shoot I was probably six or seven maybe eight years old okay so at six or seven did you know that that uh that you were different from everybody else where you know at six and seven you might have you well no actually you, you don't do that to boy, girls maybe. you do that to boys uh, I, I mean, no I no no I, I, I was gonna say brothers. at six or yeah. seven so, i was gonna say at six or seven with young boys you you parents or cousins or uncles or whoever try to push you off on girls like yeah you think she's cute kind of thing you don't really do that to girls though so you probably wouldn't have experienced that but uh did you did you feel like you knew that you were attracted to girls back then um uh, i, I think six? i think i was just mesmerized with um the whole Brewster place idea that they exposed a lesbian couple into something so great um and, and I, oh, I still okay. watch you know that that particular show because of that aspect it opened up the doors to so many people trying to understand, but yet we were still stagnant in the 80s with understanding because we had the influx of the HIV virus and AIDS who that totally uh, distorted what gay life was about. Right. But um, I, I probably didn't necessarily fully know I was into women or I liked women, and especially older women. I was always attracted to older women when I finally did figure out I liked women. Um, probably like third or fourth grade, I had a crush on one of my teachers. Okay. But okay. It was kind of. All was, right. So we'll leave that right there for now. It was kind of bad though. Cause hold, hold on, hold on. We'll leave that. We'll leave that right there for now. Yeah, we got all these teasers. The listeners like, no, nah, let her talk. Hold on, hold on, let her talk, yo. We, we, before we move on, just because she mentioned something about her first, uh, the first people she saw on TV. Let me just put out like the first gay people I remember on TV were like the nigga from Nerds. Right, the, the black guy, <laughs> and then it was also the dude from Mannequin, the black guy from Mannequin, and uh-huh. and all I remember is thinking like, man, I don't know why these guys are talking like girls, like why are they acting like girls, and that's all I knew. I didn't know what gay was, yeah. and um, yeah, and that and that's that's what that's like the first thing I remember about even being you know introduced to it, but. Uh, I just wanted to put that out there since we talked about I mean, our first experience. Yeah. All right. So now, now that you put that out, we need to go to the to the T. We went to LGB. We on T. T What's is the tea? big one, man. So T is our transsexual men and women. Well, wait a minute. Oh, okay. Is it transsexual or transgender? Is I thought it was transgender. Well, they when a person gets a sex change, and those are two different things. They're transgender then. 
transsexual meaning that they possibly cross dress like they, they they still have all their parts as a man or a woman but they pretty much are going through a transition phase to transform so, themselves into the other sex and so that's when you get the initials uh f to m female to male or m to f male to female all right so so i know you you said you you already said that you're not um a uh a master at this you're not no and so from what i read the transgender and what i understood from before you could be trans a transgender person without having you could be pre-op or post-op pre-op or post-op yeah I, 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 that's where i heard the word transgender apply and so wait but when, when you say pre-op though is that assuming that you plan to get no well no 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 no, no, no. when you're transsexual or transgender means that you're going through the process of reassigning right, your right, sexual right. part your your physical sexual part so that means you're gonna go from having a vajayj to a small gen you know medically created penis and then vice versa you're going from having a penis to a uh, medically produced vajayj and the definition i have here for transsexual is a person that lives full-time in a gender different than their yeah gender that, that they were assigned their birth uh, sex and gender uh most pursue hormones and or surgery sometimes used to specifically refer to trans people pursuing gender or sex confirmation so uh what's her name um uh, from orange is new black she's transgender she's transgender yes yes she's a she's a actually the lady from the orange is, is the new black she is like I wouldn't say she's like a pioneer because yeah. I, I really truly think that. But she got the biggest though. So back in in like the eighties, early nineties, if, if this is further for y'all research, YouTube guys research, Google or look up this movie called Burning in Paris. I heard of it. Burning. I heard in it was Paris good too though. Is actually. I heard of that. Yeah. I, I I swear to God, I have that written down in my notes to watch that. that. A documentary that basically describes how. Um, our drag sisters, uh, yeah. drag queens, they, they transform into these beautiful women, but they're still men. And a lot of them do uh, identify as transgender. Uh, for a long time, people thought I was transgender, but I'm not. They don't know. I'm not transgender. I don't ever want any aspect of being a man other than the clothes, the shoes, and the cologne. And the haircuts. So niggas be flossing Okay. Sometimes. Yeah, because like, I'm, I'm right. a flosser that you, you yeah. want your baby mama to meet. Nah. <laughs> 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 I'm that flosser that you don't want your baby mama to meet. Let, let me get this straight. So, transgender then is you, um, uh, I don't know how to say it. You relate to a sex different from what you were given at birth. Different from what you were at birth. Natural born sex, yes. So like, you born a man, but you feel very, very feminine to where you putting on the lipstick, the makeup, you doing everything. You you might be pre-op, and then after it's done, you post-op, and, and, and you're doing name changes and all of that. So what if I don't want to get an operation, though? Can I be a transgender and not even want to even talk about pre- or post-op? Can I just be transgender? You definitely can be transgender without being pre- or post-op. But it's it's hard okay. to believe it. Usually, if a person is transgendered and they are uh, pre-op, 
they they pretty much have said in their mind that they are gonna go through with the post. So so TJ, what you could do, um, you could cross dress, and so you you don't identify as. You don't identify as being a woman, right. but you just want to dress like a woman. That's cool. See, you can that, go ahead and do that. That would be the term that describes me as a stud. I cross-dress. So, like, you'll, you'll never see... I was just about to ask you that. Okay. So, dresses. Haven't did it since probably uh, Berkeley Senior High Prom 1999. <laughs> you wore a dress? I wore a dress. When I married my ex-husband, I didn't even get married in a wedding dress. I got married in jeans and a Nautica shirt. Y'all know how we used to dress back in the day. Yeah. East Lindsay. I was about to say some East Lindsay. We got married at the the, the Prince of Peace. Uh, that, I mean, uh, the the Power of Peace down in Tennessee somewhere. Clarks, Clarks, Clarksdale, Clarksville, Tennessee. Okay. So what did he think about that? What did he think about the fact that you were jeaned up in T-shirt? Did he? Did he? Uh, was my, he just like, ah, well. <laughs> you know, my ex-husband, he is like, I can say now he's, he's cool with everything, but... I was pregnant with his daughter, so we just woke up one day and went and got married because he was highly, highly, he still is, very, very religious. Uh, he comes from a very uh, spiritually religious family. So when I got pregnant, it was kind of like we ain't having babies out of wedlock. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what brought about the marriage. Yes, I loved him, but I just knew that wasn't me. I was living a lie. Okay. So... So let's just push along because I want to. I want to before we get into the second hour. I want to at least finish the Q and the Q I and A. Okay, so the the queer. All the, right. So so we got transgender. Then we can open up the floor. I, again. I feel like I understand. I feel like I understand transgender now. Generally, if you're transgender, you feel like what you are inside is different from when what you, you are, are outside. You feel like you 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 may be presented. You may be born bi biologically on your birth certificate as Michael Jordan, but you feel like Michelle Jordan. And so you're going to dress like okay. Michelle Jordan. Okay. Yeah. Right. And most likely, in that case, you feel so overwhelmed by that feeling, eventually, if you get the, if you get your money up, you're going to go get I mean, you an if operation. You if you want as, to, if right? If you get quaint as a, a, a transgender-minded person, you probably will get a sex change. Me you don't have to, though. That you is. don't have to. You still can identify however you want to, but usually a transgender right. person getting they quaint up so they can go ahead and have a surgery and be who they know they are and who they will grow to love within themselves. And I and I totally support that. I totally support yeah, that. Yeah, because other than that, they would just technically be cross-dressing yeah. then. So I mean, if, no, if no, you no, refer no, to no, yourself no, no. as a trans... No, no, they wouldn't be cross-dressing. No. Because, because you, you feel like a woman... You feel you, you, you still have that you still like that woman. you still identify yeah. as a woman even if you don't have you're the sex change. A, right, you're a woman. It, it's 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 a yeah. It's in their with all their. It's pretty much their own personal dilemma of struggle, and I hate to use that word dilemma of struggle because it's it, it's making it seem like it's something bad, but it's not. Uh, it's it's their preference, you know, that they 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 basically don't want to be the person they were biologically born and usually if a person identifies as transgendered they're going through pre-op process by taking their estrogen or they're taking their testosterone if they're a female yep. to male yep. and um right they're they're in the process of of going about their lives living as the opposite sex in which they were born all right so you know you know what's so dope about this though what's, what's so dope about this is that these rules like there was some rules made up thousands of years ago saying that okay you're either one yeah. or you're yeah. a two and that's all there's nothing in between and then 
Once you're that one or that two, ones like twos, twos like ones, that's it. Yeah. Right? But whoever made those rules obviously didn't realize that you could be wired differently. They were wired just ones and twos and twos and ones and all that. But that's just not how the world works. No, you know what I'm saying? And so it's super dope that that now we're at a time where people can but, actually matter, explain matter what they feel. Fact, let me, Ikea, cuz, get some of my transgender people invited to my live feed right now because the second half we going to answer questions because... We trying to show that this stuff is not fluid. It, it, well, it's fluid, but it's it's levels to this, okay? Cause, <laughs> no like, doubt. Oh, I, I don't. Can't, I can't fully explain a transgendered person because I'm not fully, like, in that aspect. What's up, Jay? <laughs> so I'm on the Corporate Streets podcast, y'all. So thank y'all for tuning in. But if y'all are part of my LGBTQIA community, Please chime in. I need Leon Braxton. I need June Glover. Yes, this is my pastor, June Glover. She is a pastor. She is a lesbian. She is great. How you doing, June? I love you, baby. I'm liberated. I'm out here on, <laughs> on a podcast. Give me my right. knowledge. All right, y'all. Let's get to the queue. Let's get to the queue. Yeah. We want right, to knock this on out. The queue is queer. Yeah. Okay. Queer. So queer, it could be. Queer. And I see. I see it's interchangeable with questioning too. It's queer or questioning. It's queer or questioning. Please, please explain that because that feels when I hear it, it feels derogatory. Uh, a queer is a derogatory word that they use to describe gay men. Like, if you heard the term queer, okay. usually it's coming behind or in front of fucking. You fucking queer. So, 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 <laughs> so, 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 I thought like the the power of that has been kind of taken out when they came out with Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I used to watch that show all the time. Yeah, and Queer so, Eye for the Straight Guy was totally like some distorted stuff to me. I never. It was kind of bullshit. I, but, I never watched Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Uh -huh. I never. I watched, watched it a lot. Queer mm -hmm. Eye for the Straight Girl, cause I ain't in the business of trying to make nobody gay if they straight. Well, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, work. Queer Eye for the Straight they Guy was, was about them. dressing them and getting yeah. their house together and stuff like that. Making. I mean, but you could hire a fashion designer and a and a, 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 a living room it was designer right. to do that. You need a gay guy to do that for you. It was that. What was that channel? It it was that's it was what like they do. HGTV. Wasn't it MTV? Or something like that. Yeah. Wasn't it MTV? Nah, it, it was, was like HGTV or something like that. It was Bravo. But, Bravo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it was Bravo. Okay. So wait. So so check though. So check. Nikki Dollars. Yeah. I just want to make Dollars. sure that we're clear <laughs> since since we're educating, since we're trying to educate the people who listen mm -hmm. to the Corporate Streets podcast. Right. Although the LGBTQ group might say queer or questioning, right. people outside of the community shouldn't be using the word. Is that correct? I don't like the word queer because it, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it, it to me calling somebody queer is like you trying to insult them like calling a black person a nigga like not every right. black person is a nigga because not all of us are ignorant ignorance can come in any shape form fashion color race societal view or whatever so if you call in a person right. queer it's usually coming with some derogatory statements so so it. is it is it is it okay queer seems lighter than and i'm only saying this word to for educational purposes in the context of what we're talking about so if you say fag fag is derogatory so that's to me seems like nigger to me fag and, is like and, nigger. and, and queer is like and, nigger. and queer is like coon 
queer. It's not, it's not as like bad. Wound. It's not as bad. But it's but, still but derogatory because you still call it a black person something that they're not. Queer is kind of like blacky. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, I really personally I don't, I don't, don't, don't. That's, that's how. That's how. I, in my mind, that's how. I don't it is. deal with the race debate just simply because I'm I'm one gay one le- one black lesbian who agrees that I love all people, all races, all genders. Yeah. I don't. I'm I'm a very carefree, fl- I'm free with flowing, that. spiritual person. I mean, I don't think my gay sin is any different than your adultery, uh, committing adultery on your wife's sin. No doubt. What you got, so, TJ? Or or gossiping uh, saying, but I guess uh, I guess what I was what I was getting at is a that gay chicks girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it seems like queer is kind of like the black community's nigga, right? Where maybe people inside the community no, when they're the cool with certain people nigger. inside the community. So hold on, hold on. So people inside the community, as far as taking the power back, is ah, what I'm trying mm-hmm. to explain. So people inside the community can call each other a queer, and it's understood, and it's cool. But people outside the community won't do it. I don't agree with us calling each other fags or dykes. But do you know people would do it? Boy daggets. Uh, I mean, I've heard the term out and about when I'm out you know, in clubs and stuff, yeah. just because you know we sauced up liquor drinking. Yeah, you know, doing the things adults do when they go to the club and yeah, the bars. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just within our community usually, but um, I don't like none of those derogatory words. So, so is a uh, is is dyke derogatory? Dyke, That's a derogatory dyke word. Is definitely derogatory, and you call Nikki Dollars a dyke, you better be picking up your front teeth. No, <laughs> don't do that. Real life, I will take an assault gotcha. charge over disrespect because it's it's not respectful. What I mean. When I talk to straight people, and I'm under the impression that you two guys are straight still cis, since high cis, school. Oh yeah, I'm cisgender yeah. male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, assuming that, presuming that you guys are two straight homosexual, I mean heterosexual Hetero, males, yeah. and I'm a homosexual female. I mean, put the shoe on the other foot. What if heterosexuality was not accepted and homosexuality was the thing in society, and we walking uh-huh. around calling y'all pricks? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it's okay. the same difference, and and and, and you that's, straight motherfucker. Yeah, you straight. <laughs> you know? what, if, what if gay was the accepted thing in all of society, right. and the shit right. was on the other foot, and heterosexuals was the 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 uh, culture frowned upon? Like it, it just totally sucked to be straight. Yeah, yeah look like, at those heteros think, over there. Goddamn heteros, heteros over there. Over there. Yeah, <laughs> big nose straight bastard. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Jerry. Big no Jerry, for real, though. For real. For no. real. No hetero, dog. No hetero. No hetero. Wow. <laughs> Think about that. That's, that's no like, hetero. you know, that's just like, you know, I run around saying these nuts. Clearly, I don't have nuts. But let me say these ovaries. Y'all looking at me stupid like so, these ovaries. All right. So, so I guess that's why it's interchangeable with questioning. questioning because, yeah. because. Queer, queer historically has been uh, a slur, but queer questioning we can go with that because we don't want queer uh, 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 um, uh, epithet to is, be is in part of our. Those acronym. people who probably done jumped off the bridge and don't know if they want to stay in the water. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, <laughs> that's how you could just pretty much describe that. They done jumped off the bridge and said, "Okay." Well, I'm not sure if I'm gonna stay in the water, so I'm gonna go back to land for they're, a little bit and figure it out. They're still trying to figure it out. So, okay, I got it. So that's different from bisexual because bisexual they know they, for they sure like know they like they like both. Yeah, they like but both. but a questioning person a questioning person is, is uh, I'm still not really sure they're, what I'm trying that, to do. That 16 year old teenager somewhere in their room right now, like 
do I really want to let him come in my booty? Or do no I doubt. want her to lick on me? And then uh, yeah. they wake up yeah, the next that day and it's like, hell no. <laughs> so so as a prior right, as a, as, as a, as some, would you say you went through a questioning phase? Uh, or is uh, I mean I, I I don't mean to be I, think, I don't mean I that think to be. My aspect uh, of Nikki Dollars questioning phase was did I want to que- my question was do I want an older woman or do I want a younger woman? Okay. Do I want a woman who can make fried chicken or do I want the woman that's got to go buy me fried chicken? <laughs> no doubt. Right. That's probably okay. what I question, uh, and I'm so sincere. Okay. I, I, uh, well, I probably question either- ages. Other women I wanted to date or what I wanted in women, but not. Hey, either way, either way, you was going to eat whether she buy it or she cook it. Either whether she way, buy it or she fry it, you was going to eat. I'm with you. I like older women too. If she bought the chicken, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. If she cooked the chicken, I'm going to eat it. If she was 25 <laughs> buying me chicken back then when I first came out, I probably would have ate it. Yeah. If she was 40 yeah. something making me chicken back then, I, I would have ate it. I just would have made sure she didn't put no voodoo in it. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't eat that spaghetti either. Uh, I, I, I learned, I learned that you're not supposed to eat a woman's spaghetti. I dude, dude, I told Jaren, I told you, my dad still lives that to this day. Yeah. He will not eat no woman's. You know spaghetti. that, right? Yeah, you, you heard I've about the spaghetti thing. I, 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 I just got put onto that like last year. Yeah, you don't. don't, eat <laughs> don't my dad's food. been teaching me that since I was like six or seven years. And old. I was I mean, in, lesbians. We know we ain't eating nobody. I fell in love with I, that girl out of her spaghetti. Our wives or our girlfriend's spaghetti, and we gonna stand there and watch her while she making that pot of spaghetti yeah. because you put <laughs> any extra juices in my secret sauce, <laughs> I might secretly black your eye. Whoa, 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 whoa! There you go with the domestic violence. Hold on, now chill out. Ooh, I heard about that (laughs) in the in the lesbian community, but not all of us fight. No, that's not true. (laughs) You ain't never fought with one of your girlfriends. Hell, go ahead and lie on this podcast. Oh, I was about to say. I was about to say now. I got Hey, she blacked the crap out of my eye, man. She, okay. She was straight in heels and knocked me off my damn feet in them Timberland boots. See. I ain't playing right. no more we'll, after that. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a second. Can we get to the eye? The eye. All right, the eye. Intersex. Never what in the it. world does that mean? Please explain what intersex. that means. Intersex. I mean, the most knowledge I have on intersex is they are who they are. <laughs> I have oh, yet wow. to meet an intersexual person. J- Jay, okay, so Man, I'm trying to figure well, it out. I, f- I found, I found the definition. But it's like a paragraph. Yeah, long. that's what I'm looking at. I don't want to like, read I, the I whole thing. Uh, Are you looking? They develop yeah. primary or secondary sex characteristics that do not fit nearly into society's definitions of male or female. Okay. Intersex is an umbrella term. And uh, yeah, twenty different variations of intersex. Uh, many vid- twenty variations. Should, should we? Like, should we just? It sounds like you know. That should we just leave this up to the to the viewers or the, the listeners or slash hey, viewers look, to figure out themselves? Come on my live feed if you're intersexual. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what? I got I got some even better than that. I got some got even it? better than that. Yeah. I got some. I got I got it, Jaren. I got it. What's that? If you want to know what intersex is, what? GTS. Corporate yeah, streets man. listeners know exactly what that means. Google that Google shit. Google that shit. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> we we gonna move on, man. That, this Google one, that like we we're looking for in understanding, but I think this might have to come back on the I mean, on that, the that's the advanced show. class. Yeah. You know what? Intersex it's the advanced sounds, class. Intersex sound like dialects of 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 of, of Spanish or French. It's over two hundred of the mugs. So pick yeah. one and figure it out. 
learning. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that that's more advanced course, and I don't think we're advanced that yet. That there yet. This is still a beginner's course. Yeah. You want to know intersex? You need to go. You need to wait for the advanced course. What I can see All clearly right. is that is not hermaphrodite. No, a hermaphrodite is just somebody born with both. Sexes. They say they say they say it's an out. That's an outdated. Yeah. and inaccurate term that's been used to describe intersex people in the past but that's not intersex what it is so so that's what it's not all right so going to the a all right the, the it, a is yeah. the allies these are people who support the lgbtqi community so that's like all right you, you might have your parents that support you my family yep. is very supportive uh well my mother's side is very supportive of my sexuality and when i came out practically 18 years ago mm -hmm. um my father's side not so much okay okay so with that being said though to be considered an ally so i know what you're thinking corporate streets listeners just because you cool and you're not throwing derogatory terms around that you're an ally. Can you explain what you have to do to be an ally, Nikki Dollars? Is is I mean, it just it's, being it's, is it just opinion. being cool with it, or do you need to go out and support? Do you need to I show mean, up at the at the conventions and the and the, and the mean, celebrations? You, you don't have to. I mean, I ain't expect. I don't expect my mom and my dad to hang you know a a, a gay gay pride flag outside of our house. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I have taken my mother to gay pride when I did come out. She went with me and my daughter, and um, they both had a great time. My daughter is a big, my biggest fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, she all the way down in Hawaii, and she let it be known. Her mother is a dominant stud woman. Uh, I physically had her. Yes, I, I pushed her out. I remember the 17 hours of labor. I like that. Some, something about the hearing <laughs> dominantly stud woman. I don't know. That kind of turned me on a little bit. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know what's happening so, to me. Look, but. You're a creep, Jerry. So, uh, I mean, an ally can be just a person that says, hey, I, I, I ain't necessarily got to agree with what you're doing as a gay or lesbian, but guess what? That's your thing. I'm not going to bash you. I'm not going to harass you. I'm not going to bully you. And and that's that's who our allies are. And and ultimately, for, for kids today that's coming out of the closet, because they're coming out younger and younger, we as the older generation of gays and lesbians and transgenders, we need to really take these kids under our wing because some of them don't have uh, allies within their families that's supporting them. You know, they get put out of the house as soon as they come out, and then they end up with these older men and women who are basically creeps, you know, using them sexually, taking care of them, buying them some little J's, and keeping them some boxes of church's chicken in the crib for them. You know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like, you know, these kids have allies. They don't have role models. Yeah. And to be an ally, we have to first really step up to the plate and look at this younger generation who's coming out younger and younger because we as the older generation have paved the way and took all the struggle and the beat downs and the murders to allow the younger generation to come out and be themselves that shit is still see, happening though and see a world where they got gay marriage that's legal that shit is still happening like the yeah they the, still the nightclub down in florida or whatever yeah and the, all that the shit. post yeah. nightclub they they murdered those people doing stuff that they like to do partying and having so, fun so tj what were you about to say you said i was this is a i was just gonna say that this is a pivotal point in the podcast because we've reached the hour mark we've gotten through the lgbtqia Although we kind of we kind of cheated on the eye, but it's cool though. <laughs> now we can let it fly 
with all the questions that we've been wanting to ask as far as like she Nikki Dallas is going into pieces of these stories and leaving us with cliffhangers because we can't get there yet. Yeah, so let's start from and the beginning. It's pivotal because yeah. we can start talking that talk. Yeah, that's now good. That's good. you said that your daughter is uh is a, well, is hold a on, heavy hold on, advocate. Hold on, hold on. Oh, can, we, can we can we start with her uh, experience? Uh, Nikki's experience. Uh, I guess we could start like at high school. So that's 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 where we know that's where we know Nikki Dollars from. Basically, it's from in high, school. high school. Everybody who pretty much are my friends on Facebook, and I got the feed on both of us right now, because I, I just asked my viewers to send us questions. Um, basically, I came out of and I, I was, I knew I was gay in high school. Okay. Okay. First of all, I did know. Um, what, what what year is this? Is this is this a uh, freshman, sophomore, um, junior? What is it? It was probably junior year i came out and so you came um, out in high school well i didn't come out to anybody in high school i was gonna say that i just had friends that knew that i had the potential of possibly being gay okay um at the same time though um it was only one person i told and me and her are still best friends to this this day uh she was a couple years older than me she she came out um and went off to college um and then several years later we lost touch lost contact and we actually seen each other in this bar that used to be it it is pivotal to gay society in st louis um it was called club 747 Mm -hmm. and uh at 747 we went there we had a good time uh you know and that's when i seen her and uh you know, it was kind of like we both knew about each other, but the thing of it is, we necessarily were two of a kind, so we didn't try to talk to each other. Nothing ever happened, even though we were high school buddies and things like that. I I never messed with none of my friends, but because it's your friend, yeah, because that's my friend. It's respect. I mean, it's but, cool. Um, for the most part, when I came out the closet, I was pretty much in college. Um, I graduated from Berkeley High in 1999, so I was a couple of years before you all. And uh, by the time y'all graduated, I was at <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, uh, let's, let's hold on. Let's here. be clear here. Let's Dallas. be clear. You was one year before one year. us. But one Nick, year. Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nikki Dollars just stunning on me. She just whipped out the uh, the Gucci glasses <laughs> and sat them in front these of me. These Gucci glasses. On the, on the stand here, on the these mic stand. These Gucci glasses ain't good, man. It's just a little token of appreciation because I'm a good baby daddy. <laughs> All right. So, I'm, so the, I'm the first lesbian y'all done met that got baby daddy and baby mama drama. That's what's up. Hey, no, I'm not so, proud that's of that, though. So, no, so, but that's why. when I came out the closet, I was uh, in, in, in my, my, my freshman year at uh harris stowe state university so so wait a minute before we get to college um so from my perspective uh-huh. so i knew you from uh well i guess our only interaction was like when we both were in band class yeah i, I was, was like very town boys, i was yeah. i was like first alto sax she was second you know actually i sat right next to you so how I, was i'm I just saying you were like second how was i second when i sat next to you i'm saying you got like the the harmony part but i had the melody you know what i'm saying it, it's cool. <laughs> i learned the up note on the download it didn't even matter but but um so <laughs> i don't recall thinking early on that you could be gay but i feel like towards the end like at least by saying you're maybe I was because you was hooping and stuff, and then that's like yeah, that's so that's hooping. what people automatically kind of go to. Yeah, 
is if you if especially if you were good. When I came out the closet, I I had just so here's the deal. So the timeline from when I finally came out the closet, uh. My senior year at Berkeley, mm-hmm. when I walked the stage and got my high school diploma, I didn't even know I was pregnant with my daughter. Oh, you was pregnant then? I was pregnant then. Okay. Um, I found out I was pregnant with my daughter June of 1999. We graduated at Berkeley May 10th, 1999. Wow. And um, I went on with my life living straight for that two years that I could. Mm-hmm. As soon as I had my daughter, my ex-husband got shipped off by the military to do his first overseas tour. And so you felt like pressured into being uh, living a life of a straight woman or No, I mean it was pretty much like um I mean I came from a very religious family as yeah. well. Yeah. You know. Um matter of fact, my grandfather on my dad's side is a preacher. And so when you growing up going to church all the that's time. That's the side that don't fuck with you, too. Yeah, that's the side that don't even talk to me. They ain't even came on this live feed yet because yeah. they know I'm talking shit about them. But no, nah, nah, but uh, it, it was kind of like, you know, coming from that background and being taught all your life that being gay is something so bad and horrific and you're bound to go to hell. And no matter what greatness you do in your life, you're still doomed to see hell, not heaven. Uh, God don't love you. Mm-hmm. That that is, I think that is the, the 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 religious aspect and and conflict with being gay is totally a thing that we have to sit down as a community, especially in the black community, and talk about because to have a kid grow up and be something that they are not, or be subjected to something that they know they're not, trying to force them. It's going to make their life even more miserable, and that's why a lot of our gay, uh, gay and lesbians have attempted suicide because they didn't have that A in the LGBTQIA, the allies, to tell them we still love you, we still care about you, you know, this is your thing. I mean, it, it was at one point where my parents said, "We don't care what you do, just respect us." Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. But you know what, and th- and that's that's a problem just in in people's interpretation of religion anyway yeah. is because they'll teach you that God is love but then they'll tell you that you should hate people who are different yeah you know what I'm saying and that's yeah. just that that's so contradictive that interpretation is just so contradictive I I, can't, I just can't believe that that's what it will be I mean, you well, know because you know you hear uh, and not to even turn this into a religious thing so I'm gonna jump off this real quick but you hear, you know, you hear God is love. You hear God don't make no mm-hmm. mistakes. God does. Yeah. God make does everything for a reason, right? And right. then on the flip side, you have people who just naturally have feelings towards something that's different from what a lot of other people are feeling. And since they're different, now they're wrong, and God doesn't love them. That doesn't make any damn sense. That contradicts everything that was being taught. So yeah. that interpretation of religion is is insane to me. Yeah, I mean, and, and it, it is crazy that, you know, you could even have a conversation with gay and God in the same sentence. Like, I went to a very open and affirming church until we closed like two years ago. I went to Liberation Christian Church. We were a part of the Disciples of Christ faith. And it was very open and affirming. And the crazy thing about it, my pastor was a very straight woman, <laughs> Ph.D. in pastoral care, very highly educated. Our other pastor, he was, that's the guy that, teaches gender studies at Washu. Yep, I won't yep. throw his name out there 
on the podcast, but very, very intelligent man. Mm-hmm. And 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 he he was a gay pastor. So it is it, is I mean having that dynamic of having a straight pastor and a gay pastor teaching me the word and teaching me to love myself. In fact, they even my my straight pastor actually married me and my wife. Mm. <laughs> my ex-wife she married us and so i th- i have a very simple um thought about that basically it sounds like your your your, your old pastor simply understood that christianity just meant to be like you know it's influenced by what who jesus was and jesus would love everyone regardless of who the hell they were yeah, and, and, I mean, and, that's and that's what it all comes down that we, to. That that should be yeah. the first thing that's that the they should be saying. But you know what? When I when I walked into that church that day, it was clearly, it was after I had a mental breakdown. Because mm. it's tough being. That was say that's a. I know you can say that. It's tough being gay. I'm I know not, like I know the suicide rate. And I mean, it was like I had got out of the psych ward that Friday, and something just told me. Go check this church out because by now I'm living like five minutes from the church. I walked into the church and yeah. reconnected with an old friend who didn't even know I was going through the turmoil I went through. Right. Like I lost a 60K a year job in security sitting on my butt. Lost an apartment, right. lost two cars, lost everything. And then it was like everybody like, oh, you just you, you just do whatever you got to do to hold yourself down for you and your daughter. No, when you used to eating lobster tails it's gonna be very hard to go back to eating bologna sandwiches and it wasn't yeah. i like bologna sandwiches so it wasn't because you mismanaged money it was because somebody else messed up a contract where you was eating good i, I like bologna sandwiches i like turkey bologna sandwiches now. yeah especially turkey bologna but the red the oscar just, Myers and the red with the it, red thing yeah, yeah. it yeah. was just the fact that i walked into liberation church that sunday after i got out of the psych ward from a suicide attempt you know what i'm saying and the pastor welcomed me. She accepted me and she said, you are going to love yourself regardless to what people think or how they feel about you. And Jesus loves you. He's not going to forsake you. He's not going to let you do this again. And if it had not been for my pastor, I wouldn't have even got through that divorce. Even after the, the church closed, she was there for me. We touched bases. She came to the restraining order hearing that my wife put on me. To vouch for you. She she put a restraining order on me yeah. to keep me away from the house. Yeah. Yeah. And my pastor was there for that. I don't think I could have gotten that at a mega church or at a um a church where they, they just don't like gay people. The Baptist the, the, they, the, the typical, traditional church. They wouldn't have cared yeah. about none of the turmoil I would have went through from the suicide attempt yeah. to the short term marriage to the coming out of the closet, none of that. They would have been telling you to pray the gay they, away. They, they, they would have been telling me to pray the gay away. Yeah. And I and I never, my pastor never once asked any of the gays and lesbians in our church to pray, she gonna pray for us to not be gay. And she was a straight woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? But she understood everybody has flaws, everybody has faults, everybody is uniquely different. And that's what I loved about that church. But the turmoil that I went through in life, it, it it was impacted by being gay. And so at the end of the day, when I didn't have no nothing left to do but be gay, I said, forget it. I'm going to be the best damn gay out here I can be. And see, and, the, <laughs> and that's where the major oh, obvious difference between being gay and the black struggle. You, you can't hide being black. 
But you have to hide. Being but you gay. have to hide being so gay, important. and so that yeah. I feel like that has to be harder to deal with than it's, to obviously obviously be black, but to have to hide I mean, who you are. Hard, that's gotta be hard. For the record, on my live feed. It's hard for those little girls who come out as lesbians in high school and they playing basketball or running track and they're openly gay now and you got the little chicks on the squad that's straight thinking that they looking at they're you and all it is. First of all, first and foremost, let me speak on the behalf of my LGBT community. Um, there is there is nobody in this gay community or in the gay spectrum. It's like autism. Nobody in our that's spectrum. A, that's a that's a name for that. The spectrum too. Nobody in our spectrum is trying to convert you to lesbianism or gayism. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, first and foremost, let me clear that up with straight people on this Facebook feed on y'all podcast right now. If you are not a lesbian woman, Nikki Dollars ain't pursuing you. I am not in the business of converting no woman. So into so so so, so so you're not pursuing. You're not pursuing them, but you still look at them, right? I can look at a straight woman all day, and I will compliment a straight woman looking like a whole dude and tell her, look, don't take this the wrong way, but you wearing the crap out of them red bottoms, or you wearing the crap do out you, of that dress. Do, do but you, I am not going to ask her for her number when clearly I know she's straight. And the same principle comes with straight men. Studs don't want your woman. Now, if your woman <laughs> chews up on the star, a stud, you know the name of the game. Your chick chose me. She said chews up. And yeah. then she dropped All that right. old. I hear you. She dropped that Snoop Dogg. Uh, you know the game, doggy style. Your yeah, chick, your chose, chick me. chose me. Your chick now, look, chose now, me. Now, we can handle this like we some gentlemen. Or like we can get into some gangster shit. We can handle shit. this like some G's <laughs> and get into some gangster. What you mean? And I got my theta boys with me when we got to go get gangster. Ah, uh, that's wild. <laughs> hold, hold on, though. So, right, so, so I was saying that. Well, hell, I didn't just lost my thought now. Oh, okay, okay, I got it back. I got it back. I was saying that just like in, in America, pe it, people in America are arrogant in the sense that we only know English. We only give a shit about knowing English, right? right because right. it's too hard to learn other languages. But other languages are, are across the country, gotta learn our they, the I mean, world. other people across the country, they know three, four, five, six, yeah. seven languages. Think about this, straight people. Why are you thinking that people are trying to turn you gay or turn your woman gay? Think about how hard, how much work it would be for a woman or a man, whoever, to try to convert you into something different. Why go through all that work when That's there's so exactly many people out point. there? It's like, do, <laughs> do you know how many times I have to explain to people as a stud in careers and jobs I've had that, okay, you could be a fine ass straight woman. You might not be my cup of tea. Uh, or I even had a straight woman that got mad that I told her she all right. Like, if, if, if you are all right straight chick, like, we definitely don't want you as gay women. So, okay. I'm just saying. I'm so, not, I'm not sure if that goes the same way for, at least not for me. So... Like do, you, do, you, do you watch Orange is the New Black? I love Orange is the New Black. Ruby Rose, I will... Do whatever I have to do to get with her. You know what that is. You know what that like, is, right? Like you, you know the, she's the, dope. The butch from Orange is New yeah. Black. She's the white chick. Yeah. Yeah. She's from Belleville. Is she? I didn't know she's that. She's from the Metro St. Louis uh, area. Pooh, I think it's her name. Yeah, okay. the, the buff one. But yeah, do you, or Boo is her name. Yeah. Do, do you know who I'm talking about? Ruby Rose. Yeah, the one they call the, crazy. The no, no, Austra the Australian white girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Rube, the, the one that's the girl's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 Australian one. She's. Yeah. I would turn into a lesbian for her. 
Uh, you know, I, I would turn. Now, it's, it's, so who would you? It's one, who would you? Who would you it's turn? One straight woman. Okay, on my laffy right now. Okay, everybody, that's what I want to hear. Everybody knows I am in love <laughs> with Miss Cynthia Bailey of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh like, yeah, dude, she nice. She she the perfect age. She fifty years old. Do you like her before the boob job or after? I like her before and after the boob job. Okay. And then I'm like, dude, if her daughter growing up looking like her too, like I wouldn't. Her mind daughter if, is getting older. If, if my, <laughs> I would. That's the one time I wouldn't mind if my daughter was gay and she got Cynthia Bailey's daughter. Okay. Because I'd be like, right, yes, I, I, I got a yes, GTS. I can get to the mama. No, that's Leon's daughter too. Yeah, that's Le- Leon ain't having that. But I definitely, right. would, if Bailey. I had the chance to give Cynthia Bailey some lesbian juice. I would give her the juice. I'm with you. I would give Cynthia Bailey the juice. And okay. I would give her the business, too. Okay. Like, she would totally forget about Peter. Like, I would learn do Jamaican accent just yeah. so I could keep her. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. telling y'all. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, She's there's always an exception. Down, Cynthia Bailey. Like, all Cynthia I'm saying. Bailey will be, like, when I lock her up in the red room like he did on Fifty Shades of Grace. I'm just keeping her there. Just stay there all day in bras and panties. I'm gonna go to Victoria's Secrets for you. Just tell me your size. <laughs> okay, Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia right. Bailey is my baby. Okay. She got re- Janet got replaced because she had a baby. Too late. <laughs> I can't be no more baby daddies. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, right. Janet, just you can't have no more kids. You done with the kids? Well, I got a seven month old son. Now. All right. So, so, so where where we at? We we went through high school, right? Yeah. And so college. you came out. You had some turmoil in your life, yeah. and you found a a, a church home yeah. that respected and appreciated yeah. and loved you for who you are. Yep. And, All right. And, and she th- even ended up marrying me. So I was uh, just recently married to a woman. It, it didn't work out, and eventually she's going to hear this podcast. But we are, we decided we going to be good friends. And were you you were married to a man too? I was married to a man and a woman. Yeah. So I've been divorced twice. You've been divorced twice. I've been divorced twice. And and that, shout out to you. That that's like the the that well, well he divorced me and she divorced me. So I'm starting to wonder: Am I just not marryable anymore? <laughs> I mean, I still believe in love, but I don't necessarily think uh, I'm probably gonna get married again no time soon. Mm-hmm. I heard lesbians like getting married. Lesbians love getting married. In okay. fact, I've I've seen plenty of friends get engaged this past Christmas and uh, they already broke up. Now they they, <laughs> no, they, they still, still engaged, still, okay. but I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I hope y'all take the marriage counseling because yeah. you definitely gonna need it. It's it's a hard process to be a woman married to a woman because you got to think y'all both might be PMSing at the same time. You might run out of tampons yeah, at the same yeah, time yeah, or pads, yeah. and you're taking it out on each other. Well, like, who used my tampons? <laughs> you didn't tell me you ran out. So, so TJ, what are you right. gonna say? <laughs> no, I was I was gonna say to Nikki Dollars that one thing that I get from the information that both whether it was a man or a woman that that divorced her doesn't make you not marryable. It just makes them quitters too fast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you was willing to stick with it, well, and they was like, "Yo, I I can't hack it." They they quit the game, man. Look, well, they went I mean, and they hit the reset well, button I'm on the Xbox. Gonna, they not, turned the I'm game up. I'm not gonna lie to you because my 2017 uh, impact was to be. Um, 2018 impact was to be totally honest with people this yep. year. So I'm gonna be totally honest with. Now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, yeah. Don't fuck up your future. I'm like, not you don't, up you, my you, future. You, you don't want nobody. No. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot your pastor was on here. So no, no, uh, she's not on here. Oh, okay. No, so the thing of it is, when I say I'm being honest 
it 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 was no infidelity. It okay, was, cool. I, I did not cheat on my wife. No doubt. I loved All right. my then wife. Yep. Um, we just had some irreconcilable difference differences in opinion. There you go. That talk movie star shit. Talk, I told talk, you Nikki Dollars like, talking uh, that talk. Damn Nikki Dollars <laughs> talking that we, talk. We, we, had, we varied in our... And I think that the off and on, like, 12 years, she waited. She waited. We dated the first time from 2005 to 2007. Mm-hmm. Later in 2007, I ended up in a six-year relationship with a woman that was 16 years older than me. Even convinced me to walk away from a career here in St. Louis to move to Texas, and I did that with her and the other kids. Uh, we broke up, yeah, you know? And the now ex-wife came and, and found me. We found each other. We had a visit. And it, it, was, it was very heartfelt when we got back together that we knew deep down inside somewhere we still loved each other, you know? And to this day, we can admit, even though we've only been divorced like probably 45 days, that we still love each other. We just couldn't be with each other. Yeah. And there's a difference. Yeah. And we've agreed to a friendship. Um, she understands the dynamic that during our separation, uh, I do have a child by surrogate. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. I'm living life. She's living life. And... We don't exchange notes when we do talk to each other. Um, it's just one of those things that... It, and, and I tell people, too, gay marriage is no different than heterosexual marriage. We face the same problems with family. We face the same problems with finances. We face the same problems with people bothering our kids and blended families and things like that. We face the same problems that straight people face. You don't got to deal with no fuckboys. No, we don't deal with fuckboys. Not yeah, I mean, saying. you might deal with a fuck boy if your wife like hella Yo. and you know what? Like, I haven't, I haven't thought about in a good this. Way. Like she got her own job, driving her own car. She ain't necessarily always holding your credit card, even though you, you the, the the wife or the husband. But you know, that's a part of marriage. Right. You're gonna have. So wait, wait, Nikki Dallas, Nikki Dallas. Question for you. Yeah. So there, there are fuck boys out there, right? There are fuck boys out there. Are there fuck girls? Is this a thing? Now that I think about it, there has to be studs there that are, are fuck boys. There are fuck girls. There are stud fuck studs. Wow. Yes. Yo. There has to be. I mean, I'm on my live feed and I'm going to tell you like this. When I got married to my ex-wife, it was somebody that she was dating that I knew was going to stay lurking in the background waiting for me and her to fuck up. To fuck up. up, yeah. And to this day, after me and her, after I left home... Um, after I left home, it was like, dude, you called this lame ass nigga. This right. nigga can't even match her. <laughs> this nigga can't even match her jeans with her shirt properly. Like you, you, right. you, you left, you left Maggiano, Italy to go back to McDonald's. Who does yeah. that? Got with the fuck girl. <laughs> like I didn't even was, know fuck was, girls was a thing until no, just you, now. You know somebody a, a, a fuck girl or a fuck boy when you first get married and they tell your spouse they're sending them a wedding gift, not y'all a wedding gift. And that's when I politely took my ex-wife phone and said, B, you sending us a gift or don't send it at all? <laughs> oh, wow. As a matter of fact, you can send it and I'll make yo, sure yo. that you see it on by selling trade. Okay, 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 Nikki, relax. <laughs> <You> <laughs> 
Yeah. So wait, I got a question. Nikki getting hyped up. Do you feel that emotional ties need to be resolved before moving on to the next relationship? Uh, the emotional ties are gone. Uh, we just agree we love each other, and that's all it is, Chris. That's all it's gonna be. Um, Sometimes that's that's hard to do. Like to I mean, to, it's, to, it's to like the emotional. What does the emotional ties mean? The emotional ties, like to the fact that it was probably off and on for twelve years. Like the feeling she had for me sp- sprung over twelve years. What do you say, TJ? I was gonna say, and by the way, what people have to understand, and this is, and and a lot of this is directed towards straight people because we've been um, we've been plagued with believing that there's only one way to go about it, right? Right. As if there's no other way to go about it. And what straight people have to understand is that people who are gay or lesbian go through the same exact thing. So whatever problems you had leaving your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend and whatever whatever emotional ties you might have had, gay people, lesbian people, trans people, they have the same situation. They do. We we have totally the same problems. Like you, you we're have, human. You, you we're have, human. You so. have people that will be in the gay community and and be at your wedding and supporting you, and then next thing you know, your wife go out of town on business or go to work, and that dude might be trying to slip through the back door. It's just something like that sometimes. There's always a nigga in the shadows lurking. <laughs> One thing I want to get to before I forgot though is so. You said that your uh, that your daughter is a heavy advocate, right? Yeah, She's, my daughter is she, my biggest ally. Super ally. She's she right? my biggest fan. I promise. Yeah, big old ally. I promise you. How how in the world did you tell her, or how did it come out, or did you not hide it at all? Has she seen it since she was two? How does she know? Is what she's nineteen, twenty now. My daughter is 18, and 18? Uh, yeah. my daughter is a a very highly intelligent young lady. <laughs> In fact, uh, she'll be 18 next month. Uh, I guess she... Not bad about the math. She kind of figured it out as she got older that her mother was gay. Yeah. Um, She doesn't necessarily let people bash me, and I can say that because I'm her biggest fan. Um, right. So so wait so before you go there though so when you say when she got older like what age are we talking like six are we talking like thirteen like uh, when do you feel like we, she we talking like she came out the closet I came out the closet when she was probably like two years old but but when did she realize like what that she, all meant she she realized I was probably gay by the time she was in third grade I want to say third oh wow. Grade. I don't even think I knew what gay was in third grade. I, I don't I, even I, think. I think I did. But at I think the I same did. time of her, um, you know, understanding that, you know, she 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 doesn't feel no way about it. And then, like, when my daughter, this is the interesting thing about it. My, when my daughter was, uh, like, nine or ten years old, I want to say, she actually marched in uh, the bit. Big gay pride before we moved it out of Tower Grove Park and moved it downtown. Mm-hmm. My daughter marched with um, St. Louis Black Pride, and um, she had fun doing it. You know what I'm saying? She, she was, she's always been my biggest advocate. But at the same time, I have grown to talk, teach my daughter diversity in people, and that was something. So check. So with with that being said, though, were you afraid? Okay, so. And and I don't know I don't know how 
you were thinking about this or what your thoughts were mm-hmm. when you were going through this and understanding uh, what you liked and what you didn't like. Mm-hmm. If your if your daughter sees that you're gay, was there any concern that my daughter might mimic what I'm doing or and I don't want her to have to go through the same struggles I go through? Did that ever uh, cross your mind at all? So so here so here's the question that he asked me y'all on my live feed. He said, "Was I Uh-oh. ever worried that when I came out the closet, did I worry that my my daughter was going to be gay?" Well, here it is. My daughter developed feelings of bisexuality at 13. So she likes, but from what I have seen, she's only had a boyfriend, one boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, to my understanding, she's never been sexually active with anybody. Yeah. So her bisexuality is fluid to her mind because she doesn't know the feeling of sex yet, from my understanding. However, I don't go out sharing every, with everyone, oh, my daughter is bisexual, she's loud and proud, she's gay. No, she's not that. She is who she is. And if it came out that me as a lesbian, I end up with a bisexual or lesbian daughter, with tec- which technically a young lady that I did raise, help raise with the long-term relationship I did have, um, she is a lesbian. I've heard of that before, too. But it's not impacted by me and her mother's relationship at all. Right. Prior to me coming into the picture, her mother dated another woman that had sons. So I think it was the, the element of sometimes just being around boys that sometimes girls find themselves and they do, you know, partake in their homosexuality feelings. I always say to myself that a lot of women have that 99% straight and 1% gay potential. I was the one that had the 99% gay, 1% straight potential. Yeah. On the flip okay. side. But I'm I'm not concerned about my daughter uh, possibly being bisexual or any of that. What I'm concerned about at this point is that she's been accepted into Baylor University Forensic Medical Science Program, and she's going to get a six-year PhD. Amen. Okay. In August. Okay. So talking like, that talk. If 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 I can't teach her nothing else, I've taught her to be great educationally. So I'd yeah. rather look at the bigger picture of what she's going to do and be as a whole rather than that small aspect of her life, which is her uh, sexuality. And that's what True. I tell people about me. You can dislike who I'm laying in the bed with because it ain't none of your damn business what I'm doing to Keisha, Katrina, Linda, Felicia. <laughs> but at the same time, look at all the other stuff that's on my mama wall that made me great. Yeah. Sex with a woman didn't make me great. Right. Right. It doesn't define okay. you either. It doesn't define me either. Grinding hard and staying focused defined me. And still believing in God. Yeah. That I didn't That's take dope. myself out in that suicide attempt when everything all fell down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Yeah. So so TJ, do, do do you have any other serious kind of questions or are we ready to kind of flip the script and kind of uh, this thing? Hold on, before you let it fly, now. let me see. So I got to ask about the daughter. There was so much stuff she was bringing up that we was like, we're going to get to later. I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast yeah. and it's going to be some shit that we talked about in the first 45 minutes that we were supposed to get to and we're going to forget. <laughs> we ain't going to get to it, but all right. I, I think I'm good though. I think I'm good. Yeah. All right. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm not good. I'm not good. I'm not good. Yeah. So uh, you were married to a man. I was right? married to a man. Yeah. This, yep. And this is this is your child's father. Yep. And so 
uh, your divorce, did it have any, wait, 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 you knew that you were into women in college. When did you and your No, uh, no, she said even in high school she knew. In high school I knew. I oh no, you came out in college. Sorry, came you came out, out in college. college yeah. So when, when did you, and so you were pregnant with your you were pregnant with your daughter uh-huh. when you was walking across the stage, right? Yeah, 1999 June, I found out I was yep. pregnant with my daughter. And so when did y'all get married? Uh November 19th, 1999. 1999. Okay. Yeah. So at that time, you knew that you were interested in women, but you went ahead and married this man. And, well, and no, I, I imagine like you had feelings for him. It was an idea in my head that I was attracted to women when I was married okay. to my ex-husband. But I hadn't acted on any of it. And um, So you never had been with a woman before then? No, I hadn't been with uh, At that point. No, okay. I just had gotcha. a lot of crushes. And figured out like okay, it was some it was some, it was some, some it, nice chicks was, in our it, in our school. I think so. the major deterrent was the background of the religious aspect of my family. Why mm-hmm. it took me so long to even act on it, but um, you have to, you have to tell me um, after the podcast is over who did you think was hot at the school? <laughs> oh, I got a whole list of the ones that was hot. <laughs> I want I want I want if we think the two. I want if we think the same one was the bad track too, boy. I'm talking about uh, the okay. track girls at Berkeley, boy. I'm telling <laughs> Yo, you, yo, they be built, don't they? Man. They be built. All right, so so like check. Olympians. So let me just say real quick, right. like uh, like a year or a year and a half ago, I wanted like a lesbian like best friend, uh-huh. so I could like talk about like what chicks look dope. Like I don't know, I think that would be different. <laughs> I think I that mean, would be yeah, different. That that would be, that, uh, that, uh, that sounds it's, like it'd it's be definitely fun. Definitely different having a stud friend, and it's definitely gonna be. Yeah, different. Th- no, that's what I mean. I want I want a stud friend, not not like a, a femme. No, I wanted a stud yeah, friend. N- not no uh, pillow princess. Not no pillow. No, nah, none of that though. bullshit. No, nah, you you gotta have you a stud friend. You know why? Because your stud friend gonna go to the strip club with you. She yeah. gonna let you know when the chick file. Like, oh, yeah, man. And, and, and your stuff friend, is she a good stuff friend, she going to let you know if somebody in our community done busted down already. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what it is. So, so check. You you got married. Yeah, I got married. And when did he find out that you were into women? Uh, He found out through a phone call um, when he called me from South Korea when he was doing his overseas tour. Oh, he was overseas? Yeah. Damn, you dropped it on him when he was overseas? Like, were y'all beefing or something? Like, did you throw it at him when y'all was beefing? He was in Pond Mujan. And um, I I just, I don't know. I think that night I really was just sexually frustrated. Was there, was there a Jody in the picture? Who Who's Jody? That's what they call him, right? Oh, no, Judy. Judy. No, 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 Judy. no. A Jody. A Jody. Isn't that what they call him? Oh, that's what the military calls him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the military calls him. When oh, a man hey, tries no, to creep in through the back door, home. they call Jody. Jody. I got your gal and go. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> It was Judy. <laughs> well, I never heard Judy that Judy got your girl and go. No, it wasn't like that. It was, um, it was, it was pretty much like he, uh, he got the phone call and he was like, you know, I told him, I said, I, I got to admit to you, I cheated and had an experience with a woman. That was a Jody. And, um. See? No, she was a Judy. It, not it a Jody. wasn't, it wasn't nothing serious where me and her ended up in a relationship or anything like that. In fact, me and her are actually good friends. Um, we play basketball against each other. She went to another high school. I went to Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm not saying names necessarily because. No, it's no, not that's cool. No, yeah, th- th- yeah, that's people. not. 
And I don't want y'all later to blow up and be sued or something by somebody. <laughs> Thank you. Because of the name drop. Don't get me sued. Cause I'm just I'm trying to touch the money. Don't get my money took. Yeah, cause you're giving away government names and shit. Money took, bro. But and no. disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> anything Nikki Dollar says uh, does not necessarily represent the views or opinions or thoughts of the Corporate Streets podcast. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> that would include me, uh, Jay, there you or go. TJ. All right, go ahead. Yeah, and then everything that Nikki Dollar says that calls out names is alleged. We don't know if it's facts or fictional. Yeah, Boom. yeah. I think we're clear, bro. Some of the names <laughs> and and characters have been renamed. <laughs> and are fictional characters <laughs> right, 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 and do not yeah. express the written consent of the corporate streets there, All right, you, go. there you go, there you go. Your names have been changed names gotcha. have been changed to protect the identities of the certain victims I mean women that I used today <laughs> oh alright alright no. uh, hey we're getting we're getting close so no, uh, but no um it it, it it was a different experience you know explaining to your ex-husband that you like women and, and and he's a very religious guy, so you know the first thing he did he um he finally came back after his uh eighteen month tour on duty, he he came home during that break during that six month you know they they do six to seven months and they come back home mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um he didn't even know then that I had this experience with a woman right, um and oddly enough I was intimate with him when he came back and hated it wow. I, it yeah. it it disgusted me because I knew this is wasn't what I wanted, and so after he went back and did his last seven or eight months, he came back, um, and by this time I'm back in St. Louis because he had moved me to the army base down in Kentucky. Is he the only guy you ever dealt with? He's one of two. One of two, okay. maybe three guys. I dated I dated two guys in high school. One wasn't very long. Cause he was a little older. He was mm. like a senior when I was a sophomore. He so. went to our school. No, he went to. The you dated other. somebody from our school? No, never dated oh, okay. anybody from Berkeley. Male or female? No. no. Not even after the fact. Not even after the fact. Okay. Um. But just putting it out there, people might wonder. You no, know? No, the, the actually, <laughs> actually, the guy I dated in high school, he's a very successful entrepreneur. Okay. Has a very beautiful family. I mean, me and him are cool. He on my Facebook now. I mean, and, that's what's up. And, and, you know, people, be, people be, who break up with you prosper still. That's, that's no, nah, he he be big up in me all yeah. day. Like when I posted the pictures of my son being born and everything, mm-hmm. he was like, "Yo, that's gonna be a heartbreaker," you know. And you know, we we vibes like that. I congratulated him on his marriage. He congratulated me on mine when it did happen. Uh, he congratulated me on the baby. Uh, just recently, I posted to everybody my daughter was going to Baylor. He congratulated me on that. So it's still. Those people that I did, I think I might have liked that post. You used to date and affiliate with that are that are men, or a that particular man and my yeah. ex husband. I mean, they just accept it for what it is, and yeah. so uh, the deal with the ex husband uh, when he when I finally told him the truth that I I, I particularly don't want to be married to a man. I don't think I can physically be with a man. Um, he filed for divorce, uh, and I signed up. I signed his paperwork, and it was over. I gave okay. him his freedom back. Yep. And so was was he was he was he open? Was he? I'm sure there's some type of anger there because he thought he knew what was going I, on, I mean, but there was something outside of his control that you know you I, guys couldn't be together. From what I understood, he did go through his his phase and his bout of depression, but he did after a while begin dating other women, and in fact, he has had a another marriage and divorce since me. Yep. 
And so I, I do believe that there is the possibility for both of us to eventually find that one. It's just that we haven't found it yet. And we can say this to each other, even as friends to this day, you know, and I, and that's that's one of the few men in my life next to my two brothers. I would always love and always be there for. But I just cannot be there for him physically. All right. Got so you know what? And and that's and that's this what, is a good point what, that man? you're bringing up. Damn man, I'm trying to get my fun shit out, and I'm not gonna be able to get it out. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Like, y'all fuck. Last up. thing, last thing. <laughs> like I've been asking for man. <laughs> now I ain't the last thing, last thing. You know what? It's shoehorned it, in. No, 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 no. We we go to the fun shit right now. We go to the fun shit right now. I got one last thing to say, uh, and I think this is this is perfect. Is right. is perfect timing though. But there's a lot of people out there who might be with a person that decides or, or realizes or chooses that you know what the best thing for me is to be lesbian or is to be gay and the the person that they're with feels like man what did i do that was so wrong that they turned gay or that you know that they turned lesbian whatever the case may be and really is really not about that person it's about the person understanding themselves versus right. the person in a relationship with right i mean and and for y'all listeners out there who who are in that situation all i can say is bow out gracefully don't cause drama don't cause bull crap don't be messy don't try to expose people this that and so forth i mean when a person give you their truths and they show you their true colors i mean you pretty much got to accept their truth yeah. i mean i would not i would not have felt great about myself had I left my ex-husband in a marriage and we would have been married almost 19 years now, uh, I, I wouldn't have felt comfortable holding him hostage or his heart hostage knowing that I could never fully love him the way he needed to be loved, which is physically. Yeah. Because with the, the love and emotion element in any marriage, in any couple, you are going to want to have sex with your spouse. It's a problem when your spouse... Can't yeah. stomach or fathom having yeah. sex with you, yeah. and it's something very natural as a human being and as being a man that he was attracted to me as a woman, but as a woman I was not attracted to him. So it wouldn't have been fair for me to stay in this marriage and this relationship uh, just solely because we had my daughter, or because I wanted to benefit from his career or he wanted to benefit from my career. It, it wouldn't have been fair. All right. It, it wasn't so, no Hollywood divorce or nothing though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So hard transition. All right. So now we finna get into this fun shit, right, Jaren? Right, go for rapid it. Go fire. For it. We got, got to be quick. Rapid fire. Let's go. All right. So, real quick, Nikki, I've never been to a gay bar. All right. Uh, I have a friend who has invited me, and we just ended up not going. I would still go. She said it would be a lot of fun. Is it true that, like, if I went there, would people just assume I'm gay? Or she said because I'm with her and then she's, like, holding on to my arm that they wouldn't fuck with me? Uh, or would they just uh, assume that I'm gay because I'm at a gay club? If you're bar? at a gay club, 95% of us don't assume you're gay because you're at a gay club. Like, wow. for instance, when I took my mother to the gay club, no woman hit on my mother. Yeah. I don't know if she gave off that I'm her mother look. Did she seem nervous? Do you recall that? Uh, because my mom grew up with a gay cousin to yeah. my understanding uh, one of our distant gay cousins and, yeah. and, and Lord rest his soul um, he passed away but no nah, my mom I don't think my mama 
ever really had a, what's called a homophobic bug? Yeah, but she didn't give off nothing at the thing. She didn't so, give off nothing, and I think at, by the end of the night, she did end up dancing with a stud, but she did tell the stud, like, I'm totally not interested in women. And the stud Just having fun, good. yeah. TJ, would you go to a gay bar? All right, have you ever, have you ever been? Uh, I've never been to a gay bar. Would you go? I wouldn't if, be opposed. I wouldn't be opposed to going. But speak, speaking of that, while we're on the question, would so let's say that me and Jaren go to a gay He's bar. Rapid fire, sorry. Let's, let's. Yeah, yeah. Me, Jaren, and I go to a gay bar, mm-hmm. and they and and we're just not interested there. in nobody just, just in there. The we're just there. having a we're just having a gay bar, and that's just the end of the story. If y'all, hold on. If y'all nah, I'm just playing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all two go to a gay bar. They not hold gonna on. assume y'all a couple, but then they might try to hit on you too. Because yeah. it's just two guys. It's two guys. Well, hold on. So TJ, oh, go ahead. Oh, got you, got you. Is that the question? And, and if and and if we go around saying, "Yo, yo, I'm I'm not gay. I'm a straight guy," are they gonna be like, "What well, what the fuck you Why doing you here?" <laughs> like, do they? No, because gay kind of way? people are the most loving people I know. I mean, not no, not why you here, as in. What the hell you doing here? Like, why are you here if you ain't trying to pick up? You know, some. get some, get some boy. Nah, booty. Uh, some boy. Nah, the some cool boy. thing about gay people, like I said before, we not gonna stress ourselves with, you know, converting nobody to gayism. Yep. All right. So, uh, TJ, do you believe that a guy is gay if they let a girl do some butt play with him? Uh, if a if a guy is a guy gay if he lets a girl do some butt play with him yes uh Ask no Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Ask uh, no Did, I don't I don't think that that guy is gay That's what if he has a girl do butt play with him no he just likes butt play in my opinion and and I think he just because 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 it's a girl <laughs> right it's a, it's somebody opposite sex that doesn't make him gay nah. now, true if it was a guy now hold on with his ass. Yeah, now hold on though. But Nikki Dollars just said something, yo, that that kind of downplayed a guy that like being with his butt play with. You said he a finger in the booty. She's he being a finger in the booty type. He's he's a <laughs> finger in the booty ass dude. <laughs> yo, no, so that, is that well, yo is that bad? Yo, hold on, no, man. it's not bad that he a finger in the booty ass dude. But I mean, dudes gonna look at you funny if you letting females stick their fingers in your booty. But we don't care what dudes look think because it's a female doing it. So you're not gay because you're no, having you're a sexual gay. experience you're with another that you, with you a in woman. The privacy of your and I'm not saying home, that that I'm not saying fingers in the booty. And I'm not saying that it's wrong <laughs> to be gay. I'm just saying. If you're a guy who likes your girl to play with your ass, you're not gay. Well, I'm, I'm a girl, and I've never had a girl or a guy play with my ass. Stay stay away from that. You might be missing out. It's exit only. You might okay. be missing out. It's you n- you never know. Exit only. Okay. Nikki, yo, Nikki Dollars said it's exit only. She's I'm, got she's I'm, got that she's got that 1990s like yo, don't touch my ass, yo. Well, <laughs> my thing is, look. I mean, I don't know. You fell. You don't like having your ass grabbed. No, she can't grab my ass while we up there banging. No. I mean, no, no. Like you just, you just, well, or like you just I mean, standing she, in the in the in the, in the mall. In the shower and she just walk up and hit my ass. Like you cooking, you shower. cooking some grilled cheese. Oh, we in the privacy of the comfort of our own space. Yes, but in public, now that I'm a little older, like I'm close to damn near forty. I yeah, just yeah, said thirty yeah. seventh birthday, yeah, yeah. like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, like. Nah, it's just certain stuff you don't do. Okay. And and not to mention too, I mean, it it's a lot of freaking teachers in St. Louis. So yeah, you go to those teacher events and they see you out at a teacher event, and then next thing they know, they see you out here with a chick grabbing your ass. Then they gonna 
Man, Some of fuck the them. Gonna see, look funny. see, see, that's whack because they can have their ass grabbed by their boyfriend, but you can't have your ass grabbed by your girlfriend. I can't have my ass grabbed by my girlfriend. That's bullshit. And just, All right, so just so, for the record, so, Nikki Dollars is very single. So after you ladies hear this podcast, I'm gonna send these dudes pictures and stuff. Y'all can <laughs> do you do? Oh, up. question. Do we you can play let's play matchmaker? No. Are, are you are you a ass woman or or a boob woman? I'm a woman woman. I just like you, you don't you don't you know I mean if, if like I'm gonna tell you like this and I have a weird taste in women I've been told this okay uh I would much rather look at a woman like Erica Badu India Ivory Jill Scott uh Leela James uh Cynthia Bailey I would look at women like that who exemplify a certain type of class that I like rather than draw over Beyonce or drool over Nicki Minaj. I don't want shit that was created on an operating See, table. You on that righteous shit right now. I'm trying to get you to tell me if you at the gym and you see uh, <laughs> two women walking by, uh-huh. and I'm just saying, just glancing. Uh-huh. You ain't you ain't trying to get at them, but which one would you look at? The one with the big. You looking at the boobs, or, or you looking at the ass? Because we we're ass connoisseurs on this show, so I'm just wondering. Uh- and, and and we're not trying to influence like what your viewpoint titties. is. We just I, tell you what we at. Out there. I like big titties. I like for her to have some nice size boobies. All right. I'm a, Bam. I'm a booby chick. Like, I want to be able to come in from work and lay on the mugs. I feel you. All right. So, with that said, what's your... So, you were talking about women. Give me your quick, your top three things in women that you like. Uh, top three. Okay. So, the top three, she got to know how to cook. That's... That's that's not number one. These are in no particular order. But just out the top of my head, she got to know how to cook. She always got to be well kept because I'm going to be well kept as a stud. She has to keep herself up. I don't care if you make $5 or $500,000. Keep your hair, your nails done, and match your panties with your bra. Keep your shit together. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> match your panties with your bra. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I need Keep to going. see Vicky. If I see your Vicky secret pair of panties... I need to see a Vicky secret bra. Don't be wearing no oh, Okay, that's Playtex. a whole nother level. I just wanted to match color wise. Yeah, I just want the color yeah, scheme. She wanted to brand it. Coordinated. And she, she wants to brand She definitely got to have some type of uh, just be able to hold a conversation with That her. is nothing I ever worried about. Like, she can't matching. be just this shallow chick that's going to sit there when we having dinner and ask me about everything I done done in life. And then I ask her, well, what do you have? What have you done in life? What are your goals? What are your dreams? And you can't tell me nothing. All right. So, wait. You gave us two. You gave us two. What's the third? So, she says she got to be well kept. She's got to uh, cook. Hold on. And she got to cook. She got to be well kept. What's number three? She's just got to have some goals and aspirations for herself and be able to communicate those verbally for me. No doubt. Okay. She gotta be able All right, Jerry. You got something else? What else you got? Um, this is more of just a uh, another. I don't know. I'll just put it out there. So it goes the other way. As I was talking about the the booty play thing. Yeah. Um, because some people feel like if you're a guy who likes uh, anal, mm-hmm. you're probably also gay um, because of that. And again, if you like having sexual. Uh, uh, acts with a woman that does not make you gay so guys you can play with the booty and you can have your booty play with um, and that does not make you gay so stop saying that shit no it doesn't make you gay 
What makes you? Oh, you know what? Jaren and I had a conversation, and I feel like I've already been, uh, I've already got my answer here, and I was right. But I just want to get your opinion on this. Okay. So, a couple shows ago on Accidental Dick Picks, uh, I had an epiphany at that moment that you can't really call a guy gay just because he had sex with a man. No. Does that make him gay, or do you have to? Do you have to rationalize that yourself? Do you have to consider your own self gay to be gay? What What did I say? Did I say something I think about you this? You would have to consider. No, no. You, 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 said something along the lines of, "Well, is is he questioning him because he has sex with another man, so oh. that will make him gay?" So we were trying to figure it out. Okay. I yeah, mean, we were trying to figure I, it out. I, I, I'll we're say, I'll say it is to say. So there is rumor that in Hollywood, when you make it you probably more than likely going to be approached by undercover gay celebrity. Okay. Um, and a lot of these men in, in this, this, this circle of this secret society of gay men in Hollywood, a lot of them are straight men exposed to this and they sleep with the gay guy who's the bigger celebrity to further their career and it's quietly done behind closed doors. I, I personally don't know none of the actresses, the actors, rappers, or none of that who's been a part of this. But coming from celebrity intel, which it might just be some hating shit or just some shit where they want to expose people. Um, you have men who will sleep with a man to further their career. You do have men that will pretend to be gay for pay and might have that one experience with a guy because he wanted them so bad and, and then he they give them that, that experience and then they don't have to worry about nothing financially. That just means, that doesn't necessarily mean they're gay. They just mean they're gay for pay. So yeah, I had gay for pay as one of my questions. they gay to further their status financially probably. Yeah. Or they, they in a, in a rut themselves. And, and there's another exactly. there's another one I forget what the the term was like when you're gay just while you're in jail. But um, a lot of booty bandits. Well, no jail it, booty bandits. It, it's I forget what it is, but it's a it's another yeah, catchy there, phrase. There was there was a phrase around that one too. Yeah, it's another catchy phrase. I can't think of it. All right, one last yeah. question. Um, well, it's more of a, a comment, a shout out. Um, shout out to Berkeley High School. So, yeah. you know, every school, well, at least at our school, you know, you have people that um, people believe to be gay. Yeah. Um, you never know because nobody comes out in high school. No, not now. Well, now they do. Well, now they do. But back then, now that's back what I mean. Then, back then, ago, nobody did. But I would say about 96% of the people who everybody thought was gay they came out they ended up coming out and they was gay yeah so shout out to to that very high rating and for the uh 4% that didn't be free my nigga be free all right yeah i appreciate that yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> i i imagine had i had i came out at berkeley high how many ass kickers i would have had to take though i couldn't imagine it i couldn't i couldn't imagine a person coming out at, at that school high. not not that particular berkeley high no no you had no. too many class clowns you had too many uh just bullies and mean ass people because that's what they call it now that i work in education i i realized maybe I, as a girl i was it, it might be it, it might be been, a girls, it might be a little lighter than what it would have been for uh, a guy so some of the guys that i know from our old high school who have came out i definitely know they would have got their ass kicked because there were guys who they were calling gay such and such yeah you know that was like their nickname almost i don't know right. if anybody ever called them that 
But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, they had those nicknames. And so I would say, um, yeah, I mean, it just could never happen. I couldn't imagine what that life would have been like for them. Yeah. But it would have been a hard life for me because you got to think when I came to Berkeley, it was. 1995 so i still had class of 96 and 97 class clowns there yeah that ended up you know doing the joning sessions at the lunch table yeah man so i mean to come out gay during those first two years of high school yeah that that would have been super rough and then and and you say and you say that you know it'd be hard to come out simply because of the class clowns and everything but even just being young and being an idiot and not being able to stand up on your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you feel like if the class clown is going in on a gay you person, have you, yeah. you have to be in on that yeah. or they're going to come at you. And you just kind of like a sheep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you didn't know how to be an ally or why it's important to be an ally or that it's cool to be an ally. So, that wasn't even yeah, it would have been hard in high school. You couldn't nah, be an ally. You know, you know what, though? But the, the cool thing about it, when I did come out and I went back and seen some of our old teachers and uh, some of these old teachers I still talk to them um, and they seeing me progress in education because I did a whole career change to really just find my niche with, with a career I wanted they applaud me Yeah. because when I go to work at SSD every day I'm probably the most open special open, school district the most openly mm-hmm. gay uh, well openly lesbian woman there um they they have seen my son. They have seen pictures of my daughter. Uh, they've seen pictures of my child's mother. They've seen pictures of my ex-husband. I don't sugarcoat anything. I'm going to give it straight up to you, Rod, no chaser, because I feel like that that progresses me in life. Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat or downplay nothing or any aspect of my life. Now, it's a lot that I do keep private. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm never going back into a closet for yeah, anybody. No doubt. You still into yeah. older women? I am still into older oh, women. Oh, you said you said Cynthia. Yeah, yeah Cynthia I mean, Bailey will be my wife, my next ex-wife. I like I like <laughs> I like older women too. I All love right. Cynthia <laughs> Bailey. I love you, Cynthia Bailey. Come to St. Louis to see you, girl. I'm following you on the ground. <laughs> All right, TJ, you got anything else? If bro? I can't right. get her, bring Marlo Hampton. <laughs> I like Marlo. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and close it on now. Before I get to that, though, uh-huh. I just want the co- the Corporate Streets listener, uh, listeners to understand that it's important, man. It's really important that we understand that people are different out here. It ain't just about the rules that was constructed 5,000 years ago, and we got to go by those rules. Those rules ain't always right. People change, things change, and we have to respect that people are different out here. And we got to we got to respect that people have different objectives, different goals, different lifestyles. We have to respect that. You ain't got to like it. You ain't got to do it, too. But if you want people to respect you and what you about, especially, especially if you're a minority. So if you a black dude running around, you can't be going around hating gay people, man. We say it all the time, minority. man. If they go, if they if they go, if they hate somebody else's shit, if somebody's going to get somebody else, it's just a matter of time before they come for you. Yeah. yeah, not only that, not only that, if you're going to cry foul, you know what I'm saying? We we hoopers here. Nikki Dollars is a hooper. If you call foul, you yeah. want somebody to respect your foul. So if you want people to respect your foul when you call it, you got to respect other people's foul. You know what I'm saying? So if you're a black dude running around and you have some type of feeling about gay people, that shit ain't right, man. 
You need to respect anybody. A lot of that come down to to wrap it up on my end. A lot of people who deal with homophobia, it comes down to one or two things. They had a very bad homosexual experience where someone tried to take their manhood, which had possibly happened in jail, or they had a creep-ass uncle or somebody that was touching them as a kid, and so they have those very vivid opinions about homosexuality, or it's just somebody that feel like they're they're less than a man unless they degrade and bash gay people it's probably more like homo ignorance homo ignorance because because like for for me as a young male when when, you know when i was in high school or whatever i just didn't understand it i didn't have any experience but i was definitely the type that'd be like man you gay or stop acting gay or you know say that stupid shit but as a kid i didn't know it's like you know i didn't know what that was acting gay because you know as we mature and grow older i mean nobody i know that's gay act gay but i'm just i'm just i'm just i'm just putting (laughs) it out there i'm I'm just putting it out there just the way that we talked and and again for myself just speaking for myself and being completely open like i was probably homo ignorant yeah yeah and I, I was the same way you know coming in the basketball culture you say you know you be on the call like man that's gay and saying it in a way that whatever it is well, is stupid or it's well, dumb we can, or we it's, can look or it's at, crazy you know professional sports for 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 men and women athletes like we we got professional female athletes like britney griner who had an ugly celebrity divorce with her wife from baylor they was fighting too and fighting and they (laughs) ended up in paternity court knowing good and damn well britney can't create no baby unless she half man half amazing and that shit's crazy yeah that that was crazy (laughs) she was in paternity court she was in paternity (laughs) some crazy shit like that she was in paternity court when they got divorced (laughs) because they had the baby in the process of the divorce and so she had to go take a paternity test to prove the baby she wasn't the father well how can she be the father when she got over what <laughs> that was, is insane. In this state, you have to do that. It's yeah. In this state, you got to do it in Missouri. But and then then you have athletes like uh, the Collins guy that played for the 76ers all those years. And oh, Jason Collins. Jason Collins. And after he retired, his br- twin brother took over, and he finally came out of the closet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was a guy played with the San Diego Chargers. He actually left the NFL to come out the closet. And he was like, the moment I would have came out of the closet in the NFL, Who they would have tackled me wrong. Oh, no, that's not. They would have tackled me wrong, or they would have hit me wrong, and they would have tried to take me out of my career because the NFL is a very homophobic environment. Right. They are more homophobic yeah. in professional sports than what we are seeing now with the black movement and Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, yeah. a, a gay yeah. athlete could never press for anybody to stand up to the gay flag and pledge of allegiance. But the moment... You know, Colin Kaepernick sits, Nick takes a knee in, in response to the Black Lives Matter. You, you got a whole rally of people behind him. Gay lives matter too, though. No yeah. doubt. All right. All right, man. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to go ahead and close right. it out. You good, Jaren? You, you said what you yeah, need to Nikki say. Yeah, Nikki Dollars. How, how can people reach you? Uh, y'all can reach me uh, on my Facebook as Nikki Preston. Um, you gonna change that to Nikki Dollars though because Nikki I mean Dollars, that shit is hot. I'm gonna go start the Nikki Dollars page <laughs> for the fans of uh, the Clover Streets. <laughs> I appreciate y'all so much, brothers. And you can also meet me on my Instagram at frat impact f r a t underscore impact. I'm a part of Theta Pi Psi Fraternity Incorporated out of Dallas, Texas. Theta Pi, you know. All right. 
Go ahead, TJ. <laughs> All right, and then I guess I'll get to the close that we normally do. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now, however you're listening to us. We got Nikki Dollars here. She's dropping that knowledge on us. We definitely appreciate that you spent the time to listen man. to our show. Man, this one was a long one, man. Appreciate like Nikki two being hours, here and being, minutes, being willing to talk to us, man. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Nikki Dollars, thanks for coming out. We definitely appreciate that. If you didn't know, Jaren and I have another Corporate Streets production. It's called The Power Cast. We read the book, The 48 Laws of Power by the OG Robert Greene. And whether you're corporate, whether you're street, regardless of your mentality, we know you want that power. You want control in your life. So if you want to be able to sustain, maintain, attain power, go ahead and check out that. Power Cast is totally free. You can also check out Robert Green's book. His book is dope, but our PowerCast is super dope, too. If you want to get at us, you can hit us up on email, thecorporatestreets at gmail.com. We are the advice connoisseur, so if you need help handling the situation, come holler at us. You know what I'm saying? So even if you're a part of the LGBTQIA community, come holler at us, because if we don't have all the answers, we can reach out to Nikki Dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can. And if you want to hit us up on Twitter, we're at CorpStreets. And you know what you listen to? This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who know the first 10 amendments of the U.S. Constitution and they know Biggie's 10 Crack Commandments. Peace. We out. Peace. All right, y'all. Love.